Fort Payne Wildcats are 1-0 in region play and 2-1 and, and, uh, and overall. They're only lost to their arch-rival Scottsboro first game of the year. Their offense has been on fire the last couple games and looking to keep it going against tonight's opponent, who's 2-1 as well. They'll be taking on the Gaston City Titans. And so far the last several years, that's been who the region championship has gone through is Gaston City. So the winner of tonight's game will definitely be the forerunner in the region, the Fort Payne region. So Fort Payne looking to get it going again tonight in Gaston City. We're here in Gaston, Alabama, as the Fort Payne Wildcats are in a away game, getting ready to take on the Titans. My name is Chris Dura. I'll be your play-by-play -play announcer. I'm joined by my side, to my side, by a guest color man. We're going to call him the coach, the stadium announcer, Steve Chambers. Steve, glad hey, to be here, buddy. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> Steve, are you ready for tonight's call? I'm ready. I think Fort Payne's ready, too. All right, Steve, well, you got to give us your thoughts now. What are your thoughts on tonight's matchup? Well, I talked to Coach Prater yesterday, and he said they had a good week of practice on defense. Uh, I know I'm job as the scout defense does, you know, that it just takes time to catch up to have the speed of city. Wow. And I, I told Coach Elmore I had the perfect game plan for him. And after I told him, he said, well, we're going to do just the opposite. <laughs> he, he, I thought we'd do three-step drops and throw out patterns and seam passes. He said, no, we're going to throw haymakers. He said last year they tried that, and they sat on those short passes. So he's going to throw haymakers tonight. So hopefully we can, we can uh, get a few of them. If you recognize that voice, that's because you hear him in the stadium. He is the Fort Payne Stadium announcer. He's filled in for Brian Northcutt, who is off on an anniversary trip, Steve. He's enjoying vacay somewhere. Well, he's probably uh, not too concerned about the game tonight, but I, I bet he'll listen every now and then. Yeah, Brian's a good guy. Real he'll good probably guy. tune in uh, as we get ready for tonight's game. Also, uh, and, uh, Steve, uh, we talked to me and Brian sat down with Coach Elmore. You'll hear that in a little while uh, Wednesday about his thoughts on the game and how the offense is pre preparing. Um, Fort Payne has, I don't want to say inferior opponents, but the last two opponents have been not Gaston City. Uh, tonight, they're playing Gaston City, who's going to look a whole lot different. Their only loss has been to Trustful, which is a 7A, typically a 7A power in the state. They, they play in the region with Thompson High School, Vestavian Hoover. So I would say Gaston City out of the two teams has been battle tested. Oh, they have, but uh, that's the reason we played Oxford in the spring game. Oh, well, not the spring game, the summer jamboree, the fall jamboree, because uh, Oxford, they got the athletes that Gaston have, and uh, you know, that helps you prepare. It doesn't always help the one-loss record, but it helps you prepare because this, you know, if, uh, as you alluded to, if, if we can come out and win tonight, you know, we things are looking good for a region title. Sure is. Uh, also, we were talking to Coach Hillmore, uh, not to give away the interview, but some of the keys, I was talking to Steve before the game, mentioning what Coach Hillmore had talked to us, being that they've got a, an All-State player in Drake or Patrick's son. What's his first name? It's cool. I, th I think he goes by Dre also. Oh, does he? he does go by. I think he's junior, Dre Kilpatrick Jr. Yeah, I think you're right. I and hope he doesn't play like his daddy tonight. <laughs> but he, uh, he's a uh, return specialist for them, and, and Coach Elmore talked about this game could be won tonight on special teams where we kick the ball. Uh, and, he was, and he actually said one time, Steve, uh, when we kick off, he'd rather just almost kick it out of bounds and let him take the ball in 35 instead well, of getting yeah, if we're ever going to pooch or directional kick, it ought to be tonight. <laughs> so be looking, be listening for that. FPTV, FT, FPTV is here as well. 
So you can see that on the FPTV app. Hear me and Steve call the game along with watching what we're talking about. You can listen to us on WZOBradio.com. That's probably where you're hearing us now if you're driving on the radio. But once you get out of your car, if you don't have the app, you can get us on WZOBradio.com or Network1Sports.com. You can roll down and click on the uh, Fort Payne Wildcat logo there and get started. As we get ready, we're about 23 minutes away from the kickoff of this one. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a two-minute timeout, and then we'll come back. I believe we'll have, a, have an interview, and we'll, be, we'll bring you back into more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Head football coach Chris Elmore. Coach, got a big game this week. Second region game uh, at Gaston City. Um, they seem to be about what they normally are, big athletic team, former 7A, now down in 6A, uh, played Hewitt Trustful, relatively close considering Hewitt Trustful is a pretty good 7A powerhouse. Uh, it was a, it was a it got away from it at the end, but they're still a good football team. So what are you seeing on film and, and what can we expect this week going down to Gaston City? Yeah, they are. Um, they're, they're. I think, in my opinion, they're much improved on offense from last year. They, of course, they had a, uh, an injured quarterback last year when we played them, and but their offensive lines improved. They've got two uh, really good running backs uh, that they kind of alternate. That both can 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 break it uh, for a long long touchdown in a, in a heartbeat. And and then uh, I thought, you know, they lost their best receiver last year. I didn't know how well they would be able to replace him, but they've got two or three guys out there receiver that are doing a great job too. So uh, playing three quarterbacks, which is which is unique. Uh, one of the quarterbacks that plays plays receiver when he's not a quarterback. So uh, I guess it'd be kind of like if, if we were playing Blake Griggs some. Uh, he, he, the, the, uh, he's always on the field, this kid from Gadsden City, but sometimes he's a receiver, sometimes he's a quarterback. And, and then the other two guys that play, they either play quarterback or they don't play at all. But all three kind of bring a different skill set and a different thing, and there's really no um, – uh, they don't really have any rhyme or reason. It's just kind of uh, by series it looks like. So, um, you know, that's, that's different to prepare for as a defense to get ready for three different quarterbacks. But, uh, um, you know, they are much, much improved, like I said, on offense, and I think have, have been scoring a lot of points. And uh, and you know, it hadn't been by fluke; they've been doing a good job executing, and uh, you know, scored quite a few on uh, Carver Montgomery to open the season, and like you said, scored a lot on Hewitt, and and then had a big night last week against Buckhorn. But uh, as always on defense, they're they're tough, they're physical, they're sound. Coach Smith's a defensive coach down there, Coach Ali Smith, and uh, uh, he, he's been around that defense for for a couple of decades now down there in Gadsden. So uh, was a great player himself back at Emma Sanson back in the day. And um, so he understands defense, knows defense, and, and uh, those guys are well coached. And, and they've got, a, you know, of course, a, a, an Alabama commitment at safety and Drake Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick Jr. Um, and then a bunch of other guys out there on defense that are you know, very capable as well. So. As always, it'll be you know a lot of Fort Payne Gadsden City or Gadsden High games over the years around here, and and this will be no different than any of those. It'll it'll be a challenge for our kids. They they've got good players. They're well coached. Uh, they're in the right spots, and and we're gonna have to be able to go down there and execute and. You know, kind of what you said earlier. We got to go down there and do our job, and, and not necessarily make it look boring. But we got to have guys execute their base assignments and do it on a, on a consistent basis the entire game. 
Um, how are we looking as far as uh, Skylar Cody? Is it looking like what are, you, what are we looking at? No, I think he's still a, a week or two away. He, he's tried to practice a little bit this week, and he's he's just um, you know anytime you're dealing with a hamstring, there's there's a process to it, and um, so I I don't expect him to even dress Friday really. Um, he's practiced a little bit this week, but not enough to, to amount to anything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, hopefully with a bye week after this, and maybe maybe coming back in and we come into Arab, maybe he'll be closer. And uh, I know he's frustrated. Uh, he wants to play so bad. Badly, but uh, just not quite ready yeah. yet, and hopefully he'll. You know, other than him, yeah, uh, still still relatively healthy. Got a little bumps, and everybody's kind of bang, banged up a little bit already through three games. But um, you know, I think everybody's will be ready to go Friday. Well, in in terms of just um, overall, you know, had that first week disappointment with with the top cat trophy going back to Scottsboro, but um, seems like team is moving in the right direction. Um, what's your sense of where you are getting close to halfway point? Yeah, I think I, I like where we are. Like I said, the, the disappointment from week one didn't linger, uh, which is good. You, you, it was disappointing, but it didn't linger with anybody, and we've moved on and, and uh, won two games in a row. And uh, this will be a, ch- a huge challenge. And I think what we've got to understand about this game and, and is, is we're going to we're obviously like every game we're going to go down there and win the game. That's our plan. We plan on winning the game. That's what we want to do. Just like they plan on winning the game. Um, but this one game will not define our season, uh, win or lose. You know, if we go down there and we're able to win it, uh, we can't think that we've arrived and, and, and uh, you know, have a ticker tape parade and, and whatever. We, we've got to go back to work the next week and get ready for the back half of the season. And, mm-hmm. and the same thing if we were not to win it. I think there, there's still a lot of football to be played after this week. Uh, you know, we'll take a bye week after this week, and then we've got six more games uh, and hopefully uh, playoff games uh, down the road. And, and, and the goal, as always, is it's been, I've told them since, uh, since we started meeting with them back in May, the goal is to try to be the best football team we can be in November. And, and that's what we're going to continue to try to push for. And, and this will be another opportunity uh, for us to try to improve our team. You know, just like the Oxford game was a chance to improve our team, just like losing that first game is a chance to improve your team, playing a, a quality team like Gadsden City uh, on the road will be a chance for us to improve our team. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's what we're going to try to do. And, and hopefully we can benefit from this. Uh, win or lose, we want to benefit from this and improve our team moving forward. Okay, that's uh, this week, this Friday night, that's a away game at Gadsden City. The stadium's right there off of uh, I-759. So you guys come down and support. Our game time will be, uh, our broadcast time will be 6.30. Uh, game time, 7 o'clock. And um, Coach, good luck. All right, thanks.
Ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to Midfield. Tonight, we'd like to recognize our city officials that support and participate in many activities and events here at Gadsden City High School, and especially our athletic program. We'd like to say a big thank you to Mayor Craig Ford, to our city council members, our police chief, and to fire department chief, Bill Reed, who is here tonight with some of his fire firemen as well, representing our city. Let's give all of these city officials a big round of applause. Also, the Gaston City Titans would like to say a big thank you to our corporate sponsors for all the donations and support that they provide our school. We appreciate you and are very grateful to have you as members of the Titan family. Let's please give our sponsors represented on the field tonight a big round of applause. Thank you everyone for your support of the Gadsden City Titans. See what the stadium announcer said. If you if you can hear him better than we can, that's uh, you. If we you can hear him better than we can, that's because now, the speaker is right behind our heads. You can't trust us, PA announcer. Alright, we're gonna have a moment of silence and then the national anthem.
That was the Gaston City High School Band with the National Anthem. Very good job there. Uh, before we get going, though, I have, I have to apologize to our sponsors after last week's fail, faux pas, mess up. I was not able to find our sponsor names at the end of uh, the game, and I got a hairy, I got a, I don't say I got a, got a mean eyeball from my station manager because I failed to do that. So I'm going to give you twice. I'm going to give you once now and once at the end of the game. So let's thank our Wildcat sponsors real quick. Without them, we wouldn't be able to bring you Fort Payne Athletics, and so I just want to give a shout-out to them. Fort Payne Urgent Care, DeKalb Wholesale, Builder Supply, Rick's Appliance, Cedar Bluff Oil, Bruce's Foodland, My Supply, Westmoreland Tire, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, North Alabama Trophies, Shankles Body Shop, Alpha Insurance Agent Tyler Griggs, DeKalb Fix-It Appliance Store, PuroClean, Annette Wright with Remax Property Center, Clark Auto Sales, First Fidelity Bank, and Thrive Out Thrive Outdoors. A big shout out to those sponsors. We appreciate what you do for uh, WZOB and Fort Payne Athletics. One Outdoors. One Outdoors. No, one outdoor. one outdoor. Thrive Outdoor. Thrive Outdoor. Oh, excuse me. Thrive Outdoor, one door, not multiple <laughs> doors, one door. Thrive Outdoor. I apologize, Thrive. It says doors here. I apologize. <laughs> All right, so I'm joined tonight. We have a guest announcer, as we heard from, um, usually my color uh, color analyst, uh, we call him the specialist, Brian Northcutt. He's on an anniversary trip, I believe, or just a vacation with his wife. He's checking in and listening, so a shout-out to Brian Northcutt and his wife, Claire. Enjoy your time together, your time off. But filling in your shoes here in the specialist chair is what we're going to call the coach, the stadium announcer, Steve Chambers. Steve, glad to have you again. Glad, glad to be here, glad to be here. Steve, what do you think sitting up here? Well, actually, we're outside today, so what do you think about being outside? The I think Brian box? must have known we were going to sit on Gaston City side. That's what, this, this may not work out well for me, but I'll try to behave myself. Hey, and directly under a speaker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We are, we are directly under the speaker. All right, they're doing a, they're doing the starting lineup, Steve. Why don't you go ahead and give the listeners starting lineups tonight? All right, for Gaston City, left tackle is Jalen Sneed. Left guard is Charles Townsend. Center, Trey Williams. Right guard, Kalik Jones. Right tackle, James Wood. Wide receiver, Matthew Sparks. Quarterback, Luke Waldrop. Wide receiver, Alex Swafford. Another wide receiver, Justin Peoples. Running back, T.J. Worthy. I think he's been here about 10 years. And a tight end running back, Desmond Larkin. Defense, cornerback, Zayn Gibson. Safety, Draker Patrick, he's uh, committed to Alabama. But I hope he has a great career, but not tonight. Uh, free safety, Ty Sims. Cornerback, Cameron Raleigh. Linebacker, Kevin Brooks. Linebacker, Jazeric Wynn. Outside linebacker, Chris Butler. Outside linebacker, Jarrell Brasher. Defensive end, LaShawn Malone. Defensive tackle, Nehemiah Samples. And defensive end, Trayvon Johnson. For our Fort Payne Wildcats. You know, well, hang on for you get started. You sound just like you do in the stadium, by the way. Wow. But when you said that just now, like, hey, that's just like exactly what you sound like in the stadium. <laughs> I wish I could do something about it, but I did. Uh, offensive starting lineup for Fort Payne and quarterback Dax Barnador, running back Hayden Dubose. Wide receiver number eight, Brandon Oliver. Wide receiver number 17, Riker Shankle. Wide receiver six, Blake Griggs. I'll try not to call him Tyler. Wide receiver number four, Nolan Fowler. Left tackle number 56, Jaden Jackson. Left guard number 50, Will Patton. 
Center, 55, Jordan Wright. Right guard, number 57, Michael Gomez. And right tackle, number 79, Malcolm Jackson. Defensive starting lineup, number 42, defensive line, Lucas Talent. Defensive line, number 41, Caitlin Kilgore. Defensive line, number 77, Hayden Presley. Defensive end, number 40, Mason Chandler. Linebacker, number zero, Carter Tinker. <clears throat> Linebacker, number 24, Bennett Blanks. Outside linebacker, number 14, Tyler Wooten. Outside linebacker, number 32, Taylor Shaparo. Cornerback, number 22, Connor Kinsley. Cornerback, number 30, Kyle Caminetti. <clears throat> and defensive back, safety, number 33, Luke Patton. Those are our starting lineups for the Titans of Gadsden City and your Fort Payne Wildcats. Um, I'm writing down some numbers while he's saying that because usually uh, Brian's listening. Usually when I'm calling the games, I'm going to miss several numbers, so I'm writing down numbers I usually miss. That way I can look at them real quick. Well, that's quite the list you got there. <laughs> it's, it is quite the list. <laughs> it is quite, slit, quite the list. All right, we are six minutes away from the kickoff between the Gadsden City Titans, 1-0 in region play, against your Fort Payne Wildcats, who are 1-0 as well. And I, I would call this the, the battle for region supremacy. Um, and like I told, like I said earlier in the uh, when we came on, the championship has gone through Gaston City. Wouldn't you say, Steve? Well, it has the last two years. You're exactly right. Uh, who has won it outside of Gaston City? Because I haven't been following football too long. Well, before uh, before that, Oxford, and then before that, Fort Payne had a nice little run. Okay. So Oxford, we were in Oxford region one year, and they won the. They won the region. Yes. Sir. Okay. Well, yeah, they were in two years. So we traded Oxford for Gaston City. Wonderful. <laughs> As we were talking, Gaston City, we, we need to find out who does the high school numbers because they are a small, really they're a small 7A school. Uh, and for years they've played 7A. Uh, but they are now in the 6A region. And how long does that, how long does that, does that change every year? Do they every, look at that every year? Every two years. Every two years. This is their third year, though, in this in 6A, isn't it? Isn't it? It, it is. is. Yeah, it, it didn't. Is. It hadn't changed for them. So, uh, so we got them again for at least another year. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> if y'all could see Steve's face, it's like, yeah. 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 yeah, he has that face like, yeah, you're right. Don't remind me. You know, black jersey's supposed to make you look smaller. That's not working for Gaston City. It's not. But Gaston City's larger. And that's one yeah. thing, Coach Elmore, if you didn't catch him his interview, you know, Gaston City uh, has a lot of athletic players. Uh, they're large. Uh, Fort Payne's going to have to really work hard in the, where we're, of course, where we win those games is in the trenches. So our offensive line and defensive line is going to have to make some noise uh, tonight and getting our getting our lanes for our running backs open, uh, holding Gaston City off to give Dax Varnador time on some of those uh, patterns that we run. Exactly. And then uh, and I guess when we're playing defense, um, I, if, and, I, and if I remember right, we played well last year at home. Matter of fact, I thought we gave them a great game. We had we had a lot of things that we we messed up on. We had a lot of turn, several turnovers. I, it was like six to nothing going into the fourth quarter, and lost eighteen to nothing. Yes, lost eighteen to nothing, and that was off. Uh, I think one of them was a pick six. Yes, maybe, and I think we had a fumble possibly. This is Gadsden City's second year back down in six A. Gotcha. So this is their second year. So maybe they'll rotate off next it year. Seems so. like, seems seems like they've been here forever, yeah. doesn't it? All right, we got three, just under four minutes to go before the before the night's game. Let's take a, you know, take a two minute, Miss Holly. Let's take a two minute, and we'll bring you back into the start of this one between the Gaston City Titans and your Fort Payne Wildcats. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Backer Bennett Blanks and number 50, Will Patton. And Will Patton is a defensive lineman, so I just want to make sure I give Will Patton his correct job description. All right, so Gaston City will be wearing black on black tonight with the uh, gar um, you know I called that scarlet one time. I can't I can't decide if they're scarlet or garnet. What do you want to go well, with? Well, Florida State's garnet, and that looks darker, so let's call it. Uh, I call it South Carolina red. Well, okay, we'll do that. Uh, we're we're going to say scarlet. It's a dark red. It's not maroon. It's not crimson. And it's not crimson. Uh, Fort Payne's wearing their white on whites with the black and Vegas gold trim, the black helmets with the FP and the black and, I mean, the white and Vegas gold striping on the middle of it as we get set for tonight's football action. We'll try to keep you... Uh, informed of some other other games going on along the way as best we can. Uh, you will hear probably their stadium announcer a lot louder than us since the speaker is right above, <laughs> above our heads. We'll be deaf by the third quarter. Yes, and that's usually what, uh, now Steve, that's a lot of times I will, uh, if I'm trying to figure out how many yards we got or, or the sack or whatever, I'll usually wait to the stadium announcer to make sure I get it right. 
So I'm, you may hear me be quiet and listening for the stadium announcer to give that uh, give that information. I'll listen to you sometimes. I wait on you. So okay, he's giving us four yards. Just look, just look at those chains over there. They'll they'll help you out. Yes. I got the binoculars out. I told Steve he could use those. I may have to use them more than him. I think his eyes are better than mine. Hey, I'm, I'm used to Martin Malone helping me out on that. <laughs> yeah, he's used to help. Yeah, that's right. I I'm sorry, I can't, I, can't I, can't give, give, I can't give you the help. Oh. All right. I'm going to have to look that up. That is going to be Blake Griggs back to receive along with Brandon Oliver. That looks like Carter Tinker. Is it Carter Tinker? I know it's Tinker. He's number zero. He looks like he's in the middle. That's a zero. I'd be Carter if that's zero. All right. They got a left-footed kicker. He does have a left-footed kicker. Everybody and says, what's the big deal? Well, it spins differently. <laughs> and there's a kickoff. This one goes back toward the end zone, and we'll just, we're going to run it out of the end zone. Griggs at the 5, 10, 15. He gets knocked down at the 14-yard line. I'm surprised they let him return this. It looked like it was a yard deep in the end zone. Yep. So that's going to start. We'll take the, it. That's going to back Fort Payne up with a not so great field position at their own 14 yard line. I like to be reassured by the stadium announcer. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of that tonight, Steve. That's okay. All right, uh, looks like Fort Payne has got uh, a bunch set on near side of three. They got three, receiver, three receivers near side, one far side. Caden DeBose is in the backfield with Varnador, flanked to his right. Varnador takes a snap. He's looking to throw, uh, and they get on him and sack him down for about a three-yard loss back to the five-yard line. No, they're going to give him the six. Our left tackle just had a little trouble with that big defensive end. There's a flag on the play, and that's a good sign. It's in the secondary. Maybe it's on Gaston City. Yeah, that's a late, very late flag. He just threw it as we're talking. It is against the Titans. Do we know what was it personal foul? I'm waiting on White Hat to give me the signal. There it is. Holding. It's a hold against Gaston City. That's why receivers weren't open. They were holding them. That's why Varnador couldn't find anybody to throw it to. They were holding the receivers. Coach Elmore told me the truth. He said they're going to go through a haymaker. That's what we were trying. All right, that'll... Give us a decab fix at first down. We hand off to Bose. DeBose following his blockers. He gets up to the 20, uh, 29, 30, 31 yard line for a gain of about seven, looks like, Steve. He's deceptively strong. You hardly see him go down the first time somebody hits him. All right, I got, there's the scoreboard. I got to find the scoreboard now. You're over here on the left. <laughs> well, they gave him eight yards, Steve, so it'll be second down and two. Look for look for him to throw the top off here. We got three. We got five receivers set, three far side, two near. No running back in the backfield with Varnador. Varnador looking through. He's got a receiver with a step. That's Fowler. Fowler is being held up, but no call as pass goes incomplete. A lot of hand action going on there. Nolan had a step, but it was a little bit overthrown. All right, that's going to bring up third. Oh, now they're going to say third and third. They need to make up their mind on the scoreboard. Well, it's three yards. If you go by the, <laughs> if you go by the chains over there. You don't, you don't get to hear me. I call it a long uh, two. It's a long two or a short three. It's on the 32, and they need the 35, so it's three yards. All right, third down and three for the Wildcats. Again, five receiver set. Varnador is going to take it himself. He's got a hole. He gets up to the 40, oh. 41, and it looks like he's going to get a decab fix it first down. Maybe first down. He was one step away from going a whole lot further. Nice run by Dax Varnador as he went off the left tackle. I guess that's what the hole was. It was a nice hole set up. Titans were able to close quickly with their linebackers, but not in time before he could get the first down. 
Boy, Greg's in motion. Go hand off to DeBose up the middle. DeBose again falling. His blockers pushes forward for about three yards. That's going to bring up second and seven. We're lining up a receiver in the backfield and putting them in motion. If you, you put somebody in motion and somebody goes with them, you know they're in man coverage and not uh, um, zone coverage. It's usually just that simple in high school. So. All right, that'll bring... They're going to give him four. That's going to bring up second down and six. We'll Again, four receivers, three far side, one near. DeBose in the backfield. He's going to go out. They're going to throw it over this side to Fowler, oh. just off his fingertips, incomplete. DeBose was wide open by that, by the way. He did a little flare flare out of the backfield. Well, uh, yeah, he ran, a he ran a little wheel route. And, uh, they'll come back to that. All right, third and six for your Wildcats here in the opening position, the first half with uh, 10 minutes to go. They're on, the, they're on their own 40-yard line. Larnador takes a snap. He's looking to throw again. He's going to have to step up, and he's Cole collapses quick as he's sacked for about a three-yard loss. That's going to bring up a fourth down for the Fort Payne Wildcats. I don't think that's what we wanted there, Steve. No. Oh, and by the way, we have a speaker above us, and we have the Gaston City Band right left to the left of us. So welcome to outside broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> The protection was pretty good, but it, it just nobody was getting open. All right, now we're gonna try to draw them off sides. We'll go in, he'll go in the punt formation in just a minute. And we do, the punter drops back. He'll be punting from his own 25, steps up into it. It looked like it was blocked. I think it was. It goes straight up in there. It's gonna roll, take a four pane bounce to the third to the get that artificial turf roll. It rolls down to the Gaston City 30-yard line, and that's what they'll start there for first possession. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. I mean, the tubas are right here, guys. The tubas. <laughs> I can almost reach a tuba. It's one of them. Like he could play. <laughs> All right, so Gaston City will start first and 10 from their own 30-yard line. They got two receivers, two running backs. They put one in motion in the backfield. Quarterback's going to hand off to one running back. Fort Payne's there. They grab his ankles. He gets loose, and he's loose. It's going to come it's back. They're holding. And he's tackled down at crosses midfield, but like uh, Steve, Steve's on it, says there's, there's a flag down and a Gaston City player down. So let's see what we got here. White Hat will tell us. Holding. Holding against Gaston. Sorry. That's fine. Hey, you just you just shout it out, Steve. If you see it, you shout it out. He's just jumping in there. Well, the, I was going to take a break, but it looks like he's hurt his arm. He's holding his arm. The Gaston City looks like lineman. Number 61, he's coming off the field, though, so I won't go to break. You never know with the injuries how long they're going to take. So no. it's, when you're doing radio, the breaks, you got to careful. That must be the center because <laughs> I got another another guy out there snap, taking the All right, that's snap. two. That's a holding call in Gaza City. Steve, that's going to back them up 10 yards with nine minutes to go. No score in the game. Fort Payne will stop their first drive. 
After the hole, Gaston City will be first down and 13 from their own 26, 27 yard line. This time they have four wides, kind of a set like Fort Payne. One running back in the backfield with the quarterback. What's the quarterback's name, number three? Luke Waldrop. Luke Waldrop is the quarterback for the Titans. That T.J. Worthy, number five, he's a good running back. He has been for a long Walden time. Walden takes the handoff, looks across the middle of the receiver, finds him, Fort Payne there, but not before he can pick up 10 yards. It'll bring up third down, I mean, second down and two. Nice crossing pattern there yeah, across the to, middle. It's just hard to, it's right on the money there, it's hard to cover. All right, same set for the Titans. They run a stack on this side. They just like Fort Payne. Looks like they got a stack on both sides. One running back in the backfield with Walden, the quarterback. Yeah, they call that a twin stack. Now they're going to move the receivers, the up seat receivers. Now they're going to move one receiver all the way over to this side. So they got three receivers this side, one far side now. They and they trips, and they're going to want to throw deep to that one that's by himself, I'm afraid. But they're going to hand off. Worthy. And he's, he's got the first down. And they do give him the first down. So first down for the Titans up to the 41-yard line. They're on 41 line with 7.50 to go. Hey, what? Four Payne's holding their ground pretty well on defensive line. That's a, that's a big offensive line, I guess. He's got four Payne's holding up well. All right, a three-receiver stack over on the far side now for the Gaston City Titans. One receiver near side. They're going to hand off again, running back this side. He's trying to follow his blockers. Fort Payne stacks him up for about a four-yard gain to bring up second and six. That's a good reaction by the linebackers. Ball's on the, on the Gaston City 45, 7-19 to go. No score in the game. Big region matchup between the Fort Payne Wildcats and Gadsden City Titans. Three receivers, two near, one far side. Here comes a school of geese over the top. <laughs> All right, flock, not a school. Let's hope they don't drop anything. I wish I had my cap on. <laughs> the Canadian geese have just invaded Titan Stadium. Maybe they'll distract Gadsden City. <laughs> All right, this time they move the receivers to the side. Two receivers far side, one near. That looked like motion. Quarterback's going to throw it out, finds the receiver at the 50. He makes a move, gets a first down, and he's tackled at the Fort Payne 46. I almost think that looked like a busted play a little bit, the way it kind of developed. We, we had to stay off the receivers a little bit because of their speed, but we, we close in pretty well, but still that was enough for a first down. 6.38 to go in the first quarter. First down for the Titans on the Fort Payne 46 as they've crossed midfield. This time they got two, two, three receivers, two far side, but one is toward the backfield. Look for him to go in motion, he does, and they're gonna hand it, nope, yep, they're gonna hand it off to him, trying to get a sweep. Fort Payne's pushing the blocker, can they get out there, then they tackle him yes. and get him down for, it looks like, no, let's see if they give him a yard. Nope, they're gonna say yeah, no gain, so it's gonna bring up second and 10. Caden Nubo's in there. Uh, guarding their slot receiver, and they strung that out really well. Looked good, and I think they have an official's timeout. They do have an official's timeout. We'll take it with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. 
Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Welcome back in to Gadsden, Alabama at the home of the Gadsden City Titans as your Fort Payne Wildcats looking to get another region win, but they got to go through the, the last couple region champs, the Titans of Gadsden City. Fort Payne stopped on their first drive, looking to hold Gadsden City here as it's second and 10 from the Fort Payne 46. Three receivers set, two far side, one near for the Titans. One running back in the backfield with Walden. Walden's going to fake the handoff, looks quick throw over the middle and they're going to get Fort Payne for holding. Because yeah, you had to boast. And who's 30? Who's 32? Is that 32 or 22 for us, Steve? Over here, walking back to the sideline. Uh, that's 22. And that is, let's see. That's, that's Connor Kinsley. He's an outstanding defensive back. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised they call that because it wasn't catchable. But uh, yeah, he and I'm not very objective. He and DeBose both had a hand on the on the receiver when he, but it was a quick throw, so you know you can block them so far. But that gives them a first down to the Fort Payne 31-yard line. So Gaston City with a new set of downs here. Fort Payne looking to stop them on this drive. Two receivers now for the Titans. They put the man in the right in the motion to his left, to our left. They're going to hand it off to running back up the middle. Fort Payne's there. He gets a few yards. Looks like they're going to give him three. It'll be second down and seven for the Titans. They're running a lot off the, on the middle there, Steve. They are. They got big line, but we're, we're holding up pretty well. Hayden Presley's really holding his ground, as is 41. Caden uh, Kilgore. Kind of, uh, that didn't give him, they didn't give him three. They gave him two, so second down and eight for the Titans with 5.30 to go here in the first quarter. No score in this ball game. Titans on the Fort Payne 27-yard line. Walden, your quarterback for the Titans, running back behind him. He's going to hand off to number 27. 27 trying to follow the big lineman. As Steve said, he's scooting through. He's able to get about five yards. It's going to bring up third and one. That's knee running, knee running back for them. He might be a little quicker. He's finding his hole pretty well. Again, the defense looking pretty good. All right now they got number five back there for them as a running back. They switched out running backs again. Same set, two receivers, one on each side. Walden with the running back to his left. Again, they look at the Fort Payne defense, then they stop, look back over the coaches. Coaches are making adjustments on the fly, as we call it. Yeah. <laughs> now they move the running back to the other side, look for him to go left. And he is, and they hand off to him. He goes left, comes up the middle, but maybe he's got enough for a first down. He needed the 20. Looks like they're marking it on the 20. They are, and that'll put them in the alpha red zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Got that Griggs correct. So they cross over. They're the first team this tonight to get in the red zone, alpha red zone. 4.24 to go in the first quarter. First and 10 at the Fort Payne. 20 and a half yard line. I like to be exact on my calls, Steve. Well, 20 and a half. You must have been a math major. <laughs> and uh -oh. the handoff to run. Big hole as he's trying to get around. He does. And before Payne able to trip him up after a seven-yard game. Well, Tyler Wooten made a heck of a play right there. She's string tackle. Fourth Payne's doing something different tonight they hadn't done all year. They, the cornerbacks are swapping. Usually they stay on the same side of the field. But they're matched up with a certain receiver. So that's a little bit different what they've been doing all year. They only gave him six yards on that play, so second down and four from the Fort Payne 14-yard line. 
No score in this one. They hand off again to the running back. He's trying to get around his Good tacklers and four panes there to give him no gain. That's a Bennett Blank special right there along with Carter Tinker. Good job. <laughs> New terminology, Brian, if you're listening, the Bennett Blank special. <laughs> That's going to bring up third and four for the Wildcats here down near, near their goal line, trying to make a stand right here as there's no score in this one. 319 to go in the first quarter. Ryan's probably eating a deep dish pizza up in Chicago right now. <laughs> All right, Gaston City with two receivers near side, one receiver far side. Quarterback's going to get it. He's going to roll out right, looking to throw it. He throws, there's a wide open receiver, but uh, it's out of, bounds. Yeah, out of bounds. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. <laughs> no, you're fine. You talk. Get excited. He's out of bounds. Brian, Brian usually <laughs> yells at me too. <laughs> All right, with that play, that stops the All clock right, with three minutes. Down. Fourth down, as Steve said. I guess they're going to go for a field goal. Let's see if they line up, Steve, or if they go for it. Are they going to go for a field goal, I think? But we'll probably do what 100 years ago we used to call defense safe. We won't even rush it. We'll just make sure they're not going to fake it. So you heard the coach. He, he, he would play it safe tonight. Why did he give I'll up say, three than give up a fake field goal? That's correct. They line up for the field goal. Here's the kick. It's away. It looked like he was hit, maybe, but it's going to go across the goal line, goal post, and it is good. All right, so with under three minutes to go, 254, the Titans now lead the Wildcats 3 to nothing. We'll take a timeout. We'll be right back with more Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! All right, welcome back to Kansas City, where the Titans strike first tonight in the, in the battle of a re, in a region play battle as they leave three to nothing. Uh, region an area score on the board so far. Piedmont leading Plainview seven nothing. Piedmont's had two losses already, but they lead Plainview seven nothing. Sylvania leading Ohachi seven nothing. Arab leading Artist seven nothing. All right, here's the kickoff. This one's kicked a little bit shorter, Steve, as a Go, Brandon. Brandon Oller fields it. He's got a hole. He's up to the 35 to 40. He gets around the tackle. He's at the 50. He's got to beat the he kicker. Beat that kicker. Kicker's not even going for him. 30. Kicker 20, just quit. 10. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Well, that opened up beautifully. And there's no flags. No flags. You're supposed to say that with passion. No flags on the play. Praise, <laughs> praise be, there's no flags. He's a <laughs> Nice return by the Fort Payne Wildcats. So again, special teams. I didn't expect it from us, but yeah. we'll take it. Is that that's our first run back this year, isn't it? It is. So Brandon Oliver takes it coast to coast. He fielded that on about the three or five yard line. Found him a found him a seam, seam and he was gone. Connor Hughes will attempt the drive outdoor extra point. Make sure I got that right. And it is good. So your Fort Payne Wildcats now lead the Gaston City Titans after that quick strike touchdown, 7-3 with 2.39 to go. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
All right, we're back. Couple more area scores. Sylvania leads Ohatchee seven nothing. Seven nothing Arab over Sardis. Pisgah leaving Collin leading Collinsville sixteen to seven. And Fife all over Whitesburg Christian so far in the first quarter twenty six to nothing. Fife taking it out on somebody after their last couple games. Yeah. <laughs> all right, after that uh, lightning fast touchdown, it'll be Gaston City's turn to return the favor. Let's hope that don't happen. We well, talked about it pregame. Let's uh, see where number four is. We talked about this with Coach Elmore on Wednesday. We talked about it pregame. Fort Payne will be kicking off, and he he told me he'd almost rather kick it out of bounds than uh, where are we going? Are we going like a football? Apparently our football is not good yeah, enough. Yeah, if we only had a football, we'd be good. Okay, Drake Kirkpatrick is uh, He's right here closest to us. Right here close to us. He's on the he's on the hash near us. We're on the home side. We're we're by the home uh, yeah, press box. I'd rather be over there. <laughs> So we have Gaston City's band in front of us, fans in front of us, and speaker behind us. The four pain to kick off. Let's see what Coach Elmore does right here because, uh, you know, like I said, Steve, he'd rather kick it out of bounds than kick it to Kirkpatrick. They're lining up, kick it away from him. And they do. They kick it high over to the 30-yard line. It's picked up and fair call. So that's better than kicking out of bounds because they'll get it to 32 instead of the 35. That's right. Plus, with a pooch kick, there's always a chance they could uh, fumble it. That's true. And usually those guys aren't used to handling the ball. Now, what I have seen happen to us is you got to watch to see if they sneak up Kirkpatrick short. That's right. I've seen that. I've seen, seen my team do that, do that to us last year. Because the City's got to know now we're not going to kick it to him if we can, we can help it. All right, that'll set up first and 10 for the Titans from their own 32-yard line, trailing 7-3 with 2.39 to go in the first quarter. Titans with three receivers, two near side, one far side. They got a new center in there, so maybe they'll have a bad snap. Walden's a quarterback. He's going to roll out near side to us. He's going to throw a quick out. Nobody's there to guard him. He gets the ball at the 39. He's at the 40, 45. He'll go down at the 46-yard line for a first down. Hayden Dubose with a good hit. That corner got turned around a little bit. They sent two guys on this side in the same area. Then one pulled up short and did an out pattern, and he was wide open as our defender took the guy going deeper. Of course, I'm not a football connoisseur. I don't know whose job that is to come up and pick up that guy that peels off short. I don't know if that's a linebacker responsibility or, or what. Our, our corner got turned around that gotcha. time. Man in motion with Titans. They hand off the running back. He finds a hole, and he's up through the middle. It's a foot race. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. And touchdown Titans. So just like that, Gadsden City responds. Two plays in. 54-yard touchdown for the Titan running back. The hole opened up large there in the middle, Steve. Well, they spread us out. And, uh, even the linebackers spread out, so once he got past the defensive line, it's off to the races. All right, here's the point after attempt for the Titans. Should be 9-7. They got 6-7, and this one kick is up. That's good. So after that touchdown, the Titans gain the lead back with two minutes to go in the first quarter. They lead the Wildcats 10 to 7. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, we're back. Um, so just like that, the Titans respond with the 54-yard run as they go back ahead against the Wildcats. They lead set 10 to 7 now here in two minutes to go in the first quarter of this one. Fort Payne looking to uh, return the favor. I'm sure they'd like another one. You can just keep the offense off the field with just touchdowns. <laughs> of course, the defense doesn't like that too much. I'm sure they appreciate the score change. All right, here's a left-footed kickoff. This one's going to be short, fielded at the five-yard line. It's another hole for, nope, not closed up quickly. He's tackled at the 20-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will start first and 10. Blake Riggs hit the hole fast, but they, they closed in. Go see him at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Lay away for Christmas. Drop by to see specials Dan and Marie are running on bench bay knives, jewelry and instruments, and sound equipment. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Art Fort Payne, first and 10 with a minute 55 to go in the first quarter. Bonador in the backfield. DeBose flanked him to the right. Three receivers far side, one near. Bonador fakes the handoff. That was Blaylock in the backfield with him. And pass over in the middle to number 17. He catches the ball at the 35, 40, up to the 47, 48-yard line. It's Riker Shankles. You say Riker Shankles? It was Riker Shankles on that reception. Good pass. Get her out. And he picks up a DeKalb, fix it first down up to the four, Fort Payne, I'm sorry, 43-yard line. Four receivers set, two on each side for the Wildcats. Varnador is your quarterback. He takes a snap, he's looking to throw again. He throws it out to Blake Griggs, passes incomplete, bring up second down and 10. Looked like just a quick out pattern by Griggs there. Looks like, looks like so far Fort Payne may be trying to get some one-on-one -on -one matchups, Steve. Absolutely, the way we have them spread out. Three receivers set for the Wildcats. Two on the far side, one near. Two running backs in the backfield of Varnador, one on each side. He takes snap, he hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to get a route outside. He does. He spins out. He's at the 45. They're going, there's a flag probably a holding on the play. He's going to bring this one back, I believe, Steve. Good 10 yard run, but we're going to imagine we're going to get called for holding. Flags thrown about. That's going to be it. About the 45-yard line. I'm sure Gaston City sidelines are helping them out on that call. <laughs> Always run to your home side. Well, they, it is Fort Payne's side. I'm not used to being over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is a hold against Fort Payne, so that will nullify the great game by Boylock. That's going to back the ball up all the way to the to the Fort Payne 33-yard line, so it's going to be second down in the light. Second 20. All right, a minute 24. Those things, can't let those things add up like that. Uh, get behind the sticks. All right, four receiver set for the Wildcats, two on each side. Hornador explaining the play to his running back. 
Looking to throw. He's going to cut a man downfield. That's Fowler. Fowler has a step. Fowler makes a catch at the 30. He's at the 25, down to the 23-yard line for the cap. Fix it first down. I can't believe that's Nolan's. It's his second year to play football. It comes, comes so natural to him. All right, Fort Payne looking to go quick. Barnador trying to get his trying to get his players up to the line. Four receivers, three far side, one near. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Man in motion. Varnador takes a snap, hands it off to Blaylock right side. Blaylock trying to get outside. He does. He's at the 20. He's at the 15. He's down to the 10-yard line inside the alpha red zone. And the DeKalb fix it first down. Our tackles doing a good job blocking down. And our quick running backs hitting the outside. Sorry, yeah, they did give him the first down, so it'll be they can pick up they can pick up a first down as it's first and ten from the twelve from the Gaston City twelve yard line. Forty seconds to go in the first quarter. 10-7 game Titans. Bonador splits puts his receiver, I mean his running backs on either side, moves them back around, and he's gonna put one in motion. He's gonna throw it out to him. A quick throw out. That's uh, Blake Griggs. He didn't get too far as he picks up about one yard on that one to bring up second down and nine. If Coach Elmore takes this to the quarter break, I think you're right. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, he's already stepping out on the field to huddle up for the second quarter. All right, and that looks like that's what they'll do. We got five seconds to go. And the referees are taking the time. They just called a timeout. They told somebody to get off the field. Oh, it's a uh, equipment thing. So oh. Fort Payne's going to have to run a play, Steve. 2.3 seconds. They, they can start it back up. Oh, they can? Okay. He's about to wind it. There you go. There you go. All right, so, the you know, the coach over here and the uh, mic man for the for the Fort Payne Wildcat Stadium is right. They just wound it back up, and that'll end the first quarter. Fort Payne trails Gaston City 10-7, but we'll leave it as they're threatening, and we'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Traditions of Community Banking. Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome back to Gaston, Alabama, where the Gaston City Titans lead the Fort Payne Wildcats 10-7 as we get ready to start the second quarter. Right now, Fort Payne threatening as they're on the Gaston City 11-yard line. They'll bring up second down and nine. Fort Payne's offensive line doing a great job of keeping the Gaston City defensive line out of the backfield. We'll see how that holds up here as they got uh, less room to work with as they approach the uh, end zone. They can get a first down. Payne scored first with a, uh, excuse me, Gadsden City scored first before Payne held them and kicked a field goal, and then we returned the favor with a kickoff touchdown, 
return for six, and Gadsden City came right back down with a 54-yard run for a touchdown. Varnador takes a snap, rolls it outside. Has a wide wide open. Fowler. Fowler at the five-yard line. Fowler tackled and rolls out of bounds at the two. That looked like that hurt my ankle watching that play. Yeah, I know. It's close to a first down if it's not a first down. We'll see. They're going to say third and one. They're going like. to say third and one at the three-yard line. We just started the second quarter, four paint threat, and I, I think this would be almost four down territory that close. Yeah, we got what they call mountain music that's heavy in there. We've got the two big linebackers playing fullback and Caden. Referee's calling timeout. Bennett Blanks is in there. DeBose is in there. Varnador, Tinker. Carter Tinker, yeah, that's Carter Tinker. You know, usually this play, a lot of times this play goes to Blanks, and I always just, you know, uh, oh, they are going to give him first down. So that'll be a DeKalb fix of first down inside the Alpha Red Zone. Sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Look for Bennett Blanks here. Varnador is going to be behind center, though. He may try to sneak. He's up under center. Takes a snap, hands it to Bose. DeBose falls blocked. Oh, good block. He is good in the in for touchdown, Fort Payne. Uh, that line fired off. And Carter Tinker of the lead block. I think he's still blocking him, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking he's taking him all the way to Guthrie's, yeah, isn't he? Gonna be, I, don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> I need to get a chicken finger out of this. Yeah. All right, that puts six more on the board for Fort Payne. Connor Hughes in for the drive outdoor extra point. Snap hold. Looks like they were all sides. They were. That just moves it like a, you know, two two feet, a feet, foot closer. If you move it to the one and a half, you might consider going for two. Yeah, let's see if Coach Elmore pulls something out of the bag here. See if, no, he's keeping his, keeping everybody in. I declined it, so. So they'll, they won't move. So Varnador will be your holder. Who is the snapper for Fort Payne on these? Uh, snapper is a Caden Kilgore. Caden Kilgore. Does a great job. Snap, hold is down, kick is up and away, and it is good. Man, that is. I'm trying to put some drama in it, aren't they? That is the longest call I've ever seen in my life. That's almost worse than basketball officials with fouls. <laughs> All right, so that gives Fort Payne the lead again, 14 to nothing, as we start the second quarter. Uh, we'll take a quick 30 second timeout, and we'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Yeah, All right, we are back here in Gaston, Alabama, where your Wildcats have just uh, scored their touchdown. Go ahead, touchdown. They lead the Titans 14 to 10 in a battle for, I'm just going to say, region dominance, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lee and Hazel Green and Buckhorn aren't listening. Uh oh. And this one's a high kick over to the. And they kicked over to Kirkpatrick that time. They moved him over, like you were talking about. 
they calling us for delay a game. And we kicked it when he gave the ready to signal ready to go. I see if Coach Elmore's hot about it. I, can, I see him over there. I think he's looking at he's talking to White Hat. <laughs> I see him. He gave the ready to play, and then we kicked it. And then, oh well, I'm not supposed I'm not supposed to fuss on the radio. <laughs> Uh, Brian will share his feelings every once in a while. You're free to share your feelings. It's a Fort Payne radio. Our 11.47 to go here in the second quarter. I'll back it up five yards for Fort Payne. Fort Payne trying to keep it out of Patrick, Kirkpatrick's hands, but they're kicking right at him, and he's going to field it at the 30. He's got it. He's going to run this side, and there he's loose. One man to beat. He gets around him, and kicker tries. Gets around him. He's at 30. The 20, why are we kicking it to number four? Can somebody tell me why we're kicking it to number four? Touchdown, Titans. He's, me and Steve see it from here. He's right there. And we kick it right in. He's he standing over there by the four-point sidelines. Somebody, no, no, don't kick it this way. Well, we kicked it to Kilpatrick, number four, and guess what he did? Special teams ran it back for a touchdown. So they go ahead, 16 to 14. Here's the extra point. It's away and and good. So that make brings the tight puts the Titans back on top after a quick return for a touchdown, 17 to 14 with 11:33 to go in the second half. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Just like that, the Titans strike back with their own uh, kick return for touchdown. As Kilpatrick takes it however many yards that was. I think it was about 67, no, about 60 yards for a touchdown. They now lay Titans lead to walk at 17 to 14. So I hope somebody on the coaching staff is pointing at number four. Points at number four. <laughs> As we get ready for the kickoff, back for Fort Payne to receive is uh, Brandon Oliver and I believe Blake, Blake Griggs on that far side. Yes, Blake Griggs on the far side. They're standing at the four and eight yard, eight yard line respectively. The left-handed kicker for the Titans kicks it away. Brandon Oliver receives it at the five. He's up to the, ten, up the 15 yard line, 20. He's reached out, he's grabbed, and uh, he has the titty team jumps on top of him and he gets it all the way up to the 23 yard line. And they swarmed in that time. So that's where Fort Payne will set up first and 10. See if they can answer the Titans touchdown. Got a good mix of short passes so far, Steve. Running inside, outside, deep balls. Offense is mixing up. So I'm sure Coach Elmore is happy with what he's seeing so far out of the offense. Yeah, it's not just mixing up the running passes. The type of passes they're mixing up too. So I'm 
I'm sure Coach Hillman was happy with that so far. Ornador takes the snap. He hands it off to uh, DeBose. DeBose trying to find some room. He kick, gets a couple of yards to bring up second down and eight. Like Gaston City was able to give around, get around some of our blockers that time, Steve. Yeah, I know I only got two yards, but you don't want to forget the running game. Got to keep them honest, right? I, 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 I think we're going to see a screen pass for too long. Now, listeners, what you may or may not know, the uh, the coach over here was a fullback in high school. Yeah, they don't even have them anymore. <laughs> I, I think I was mostly a drawback. <laughs> Three receivers set for the Wildcats. Barndor back to throw. He's looking to throw it over to Blake, over to Brent Oh, good. Brent Allen able to work around the defender and make the catch at the 48-yard line. He threw a 50-50 ball up and we came down with it. That'll pick up at the cab, fix it first down. Nice footwork by Blake Oliver over here. Or Brandon Oliver, excuse me, Brandon Oliver. 10.42 to go. Fort Payne trailing now to the Titans, 17-14. Four receivers set, three far side, one near. Uh, DeBose flanks Varnador to his left. Varnador in the shotgun again. Takes a snap, looks to throw. He hits, uh, tried to hit Brandon Oliver on a quick hitch. Is that what that's called, that pattern? Well, he, he was faking a, a, a flag pattern, then he came back out. And, uh, anyway, it was there, but it just looked. We got a flag in the secondary, which is probably a good sign for Fort Payne. Yeah, a white hat called holding. That'll be a decab. That'll make it a decab. Fix it first down to move the ball across midfield to the Gaston City 43-yard line. Holding. See? So they're they're starting to hold their receivers now. That's a good sign. And I'm hoping those big old linemen start getting gassed. There you go. Like Coach Saban said, when, when those big ones start, their tank's empty, it's hard to fill it back up. Four receivers set again, three far side and one near. Barnador back to pass. He's going to get chased out. He moves up, gets up to the 40. He's at the 35, gets around, follows a blocker, and gets, looks like, nine yards if they give him 10. Let's see where they mark it there, Steve. They're going to give him. 35 or just inside, maybe. Looks like they're going to give him nine, so it's going to be second and one. Blake Grease came back and had a good good block. That, that's bobbing and weaving through there. And off to DeBose. DeBose trying to, Blocker's trying to get him some room, but he, he got enough for the cab fix it first down, Steve. That didn't look like much, but it was effective. It was effective. That'll be first down for Payne. 10-23 to go here in the third, here in the, to go in the half. Their scoreboard's kind of low. And of course, they got they got a, they got a tall stadium. We're we're way yeah. up top. Feel very collegiate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. All right, referees blow the blow the whistles. Call timeout. Let's see what's going on. Illegal illegal procedure against the against the Wildcats. That's going to back it up five. He said one of our receivers jumped. It's going to now be first and 15 for the Wildcats. Ball backed up to the Gaston City 38-yard 30, line. You know, we're not huddling much. We're, we're in a five-receiver set. Varnador takes the ball. He's got a man with a step. He throws it out to the 15, and the ball 
was caught or incomplete? It's incomplete, but we got a flag on the play. It was Riker Shankles. He had a defender draped all over him. They threw a flag right at him. That's the way I saw it, too. I hope the officials saw it that way. Let's see. Where's White Hat? There he is. He's, he's about to bestow us with knowledge here. <laughs> well, since they're already marking it off, that's good. There you go. And it is a pass interference. Yes, sir. Pass interference. First down and 10 Wildcats the Titan 22-0. All right, 9.51 to go here in the half. Fort Payne trailing the Titans 17-14, but they're threatening as they're just outside the alpha red zone. First and 10 for the first and 10. Bonador takes a snap. Hands it off to Bose. To Bose again, trying to get a middle, but he can get a nice push from the Titans. Though they're getting in our backfield now, Steve. What's up with that? <laughs> that defensive line wasn't as tired as I was hoping they were. <laughs> Steve was hoping they were gassed, but they're they seem to give me a lot of push here in these last couple of snaps. That play lost a yard. It'll be second down and eleven. That nose guard's got his own area code, doesn't he? He does. Ball is on the Gasson City 22-yard line. 9.19 to go in the half. Oh, oh. free five yards there. Yep. And uh, Varnador with the, the hard slap, the hard clap. Yeah. That draws off the gas and city defense. Yeah. So that'll, that'll get that five yards back. He went all Aaron Rodgers on them there. So that's going to bring up second and five for the Wildcats. Or second and six because the ball was only 11. Second six, that gets inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Bonador, four receivers, two on each side. DeBose in the backfield with him. He's going to take a snap, look to throw. They're trying to hold him off. Oh, no, wild up receiver in the, end, in the end zone. Catch, touchdown, Fort Payne. That was uh, the hardest kind of catch for nobody's around you, and he was getting close at the back of the end zone. He did a good job. Stepping nice, in. Nice throw by Varnador as he, I guess, anticipated the defender and put it right at the back of the end zone. I was hoping it was going to stay in. Yeah, I didn't know. I'm not used to Fort Payne being on the other side of the field. It's just throwing me off. <laughs> All right, Fort Payne now to attempt the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Varnador will hold for, Con for uh, Connor. Hughes snaps down, kicks away. And it's good. So Fort Payne answers the Titan uh, touchdown as we're going back and forth in this one. As Fort Payne now leads the Gaston City Titans 21-17. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, welcome back in here to Gaston, Alabama, where the Wildcats have just gone back ahead over the Gaston Titans, 21-17, and so far a nice game, Steve. Well, it is. It's great. I wish we weren't angling to the left where Kirkpatrick is. That was, that was Steve Chambers' passion right there, folks. 
Just pooch it down to the 30. There's nobody there. Well, Patrick's over there on the far side. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing? And we're throwing a flag. Looks like maybe another is it a procedure against Fort Payne. Yeah, Elmore's chewing somebody over there, maybe. How how do you have an illegal procedure when you're lined up on the kickoff unless you were offside? Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing. So they're going to call. I guess. What's uh, the call? Illegal procedure? Yes. So second time, second kickoff in a row, we've called illegal procedure. Hey, Fort Payne, don't kick it to number four. He's over there on the 30. I can see him from here. I know y'all see him over there. Kick it right here on this side, right near us. I don't know if Connor Hughes sees that. He's he's aiming right at him, Steve. I think he's gonna. Is he gonna pooch it? I think he'll straighten it up over on the right sideline. So he's straightened up a little bit. Okay, well, because he's over there and he looked like yeah. he was over this way. So Hughes with the kickoff, and he kicks it right to him. So Kilpatrick gets it, and he runs this side where there's no defenders. Here he comes. He gets around the end. Nobody's there. Wall set up, and he is brought down after he crosses midfield. So great field position for the Titans. Our, our coaches am, are right behind us. I think when they talk to them at halftime. I'm not going to say anything, folks. I'm not either. We've kicked it right to the most, the deadliest returner in high school football twice. I, I'm not sure. I'll leave it at that. Brian right now will probably slap him in the back of the head. So, 8:44 to go. But this time we do hold them. But they do have great field position as they start out on the Fort Payne side of the field on the Fort Payne 45-yard line. Fort Payne is leading 21-17. Now they've been able to answer the Titans so far. Let's see if they can stop them right here. Throw, throw out the receiver on the right side. He gets around the end, and he picks up five yards. It'll be second down and five for the Titans. Quick throw there from the Titans quarterback, Steve. I tell you, 22, uh, Connor Kinsley. He played off a block and made a great tackle. Or that, that could have been bad. Held him about five or six yards. All right, second and five for the Titans. They got three receivers, two far side, one near, running back in the backfield. They put a man in motion. They hand it off. They got a blocker. He's trying to get outside. He's able to get around the blocker. Nobody's there. 20, 10, touchdown Titans. All they do is just speed rush us outside, Steve. They beat our guys. That's exactly right. They're able to seal the end, and uh, with their speed, they're able to get around the end, and they just uh, walked it on in. We're losing the edge a little bit. Right, that'll put the Titans back in the lead now with eight minutes to go in the half. This may come down to a mistake on either team, a fumble or an interception, Steve. I think we should go back, just kick onside kicks, maybe. Uh -huh. All right, here's the snap, kicks away, and it's good. So Titans go back on top, 24-21 with eight minutes to go in the half. We'll be back with more Four Payne Wildcat football.
All right, we're back. Eight minutes to go here in the half. Your Fort Payne Wildcats now trail the Gaston City Titans 24-21. Each team has been able to answer the other one's score, so let's look for Fort Payne to answer right here, Steve. I hope so. Then maybe it won't be such a track meet in the second half. <laughs> I don't, I'm not comfortable with a track meet with this bunch. Well, Steve's really hoping the line gets gassed, the defensive line gets gassed. Yeah, but, yeah. but they're, they got a lot of penetration last, uh, last go-round. Well, we've been doing a good job of tempo on offense, so... Maybe. Fort Payne uh, offense giving Dax time to throw those balls. Caden DeBose on a, on a good block last that last series to free up Dax to make that throw. Here comes the left-footed kicker. And Mr. Lefty's up. That's me. I'm a left. I'm a lefty. This one he kicks. This one may go back to the end zone, and it will. Yeah. And that's where it'll be a touchback. So Fort Payne will get it on their own 20-yard line, first and ten. We'll see. We'll see how the blocking goes this time. It looked like uh, last series, Gaston City's defensive line was able to make more of a presence felt on that last possession, Steve. Fort Payne. I think we'll go back to spreading them out. We got. We're setting up with three wides. Three near side, one far side. No, they're going five wides. Empty backfield with one, nobody in the backfield of Arnador. Five wides. And Steve, the coach may be right here. We may be trying to spread them out. Steve Spurrier style. This reminds me of Spurrier. Arnador is your lone, is in the backfield by himself. He's in the shotgun. He takes a snap. They were off sides, and they're on him quickly because they jumped off sides. That'll give us five, right, Steve? That's right. First and five is a lot easier to call. <clears throat> Believe it or not, we've had a lot of scoring between the two teams, and we're just eight minutes until the half. Fort Payne's offensive has been impressive this year. Yeah, when you uh, average 55 points a game, that's pretty good. All right, this time to go with four wides, though. Three near, one far side running back. Looks like Blaylock's in the backfield, backfield this time with Varnador. Varnador is going to pass. And just out of the reach of Fowler, pass goes in the complete. be second down and five. That little in-out route's been open all night, but we just haven't quite made the connection. All right, with that incomplete pass, that stops the clock. 7.56 to go in the half. Fort Payne trailing the Titans now, 24-21. I think at this point, either team does not want to not answer the other one. Arnador with the snap. He's got time. He's looking the, down the middle. Nobody's there. The pass goes incomplete. Bring up third down and five. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that's Oliver or, or Griggs he's looking at. But, uh, sort of fell in between them. Yeah, it was kind of toward the right middle of the field, and Griggs was the closest receiver. Not sure if Griggs got held up or what happened. I wasn't watching what was going on before. All right, four receivers. Three on this side, one on the far side. Two are in close to the line. One, one back. Play oh, pass across the middle. Good nice good grab catch. by number 17. Good night. Riker Shankles. Riker Shankles snagged a bullet from Varnador. I mean, I, I mean, literal bullet. I was proud. He's got must have some stick on his gloves. <laughs> He's got to be stick on that. That ball shot to him. Dax is sharp tonight. That picks up at the cab, fix it first down, and moves the ball up to the Fort Payne 38-yard line for your first and ten. 
Oliver in in motion. They hand off Blaylock. Blaylock finds a hole in the middle. He's up to the 45. Still pushing his defender. He's, oh, out. Out. He's out. loose. Out. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. The 25, the 30. They're running behind him, trying to tackle him. Still don't get him. He gets all the way down to the 14, 15 yard line. This I mean, size of the fight and the dog, isn't it? Sure is, because that is a. I don't want to call him little, but that's a that's a Dotson out there. <laughs> But they could not bring him down. His legs were strong, and they kept going. He gets it to Cav, fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone. First and 10 from the, for Fort Payne on the Gaston City 17-yard line. Arnador set to pass again. He's looking this side. He finds, uh, looks like Oliver. Oliver gets the catch. He's not able, he's able to pick up a couple yards, bring up second and eight. That's a wide receiver screen. They threw just a little bit behind him. Had it set up well, but still got a two or three. All right. Just under seven minutes to go here in the half. Titans leading 24-21 before Payne's threatening again. And the looks like Gaston City's going to call a timeout. We'll take it with them. Yeah. So Fort Payne trails Gaston City 24-21. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. All right, welcome back in. Fort Payne Wildcat football as your Wildcats trail the Gaston City's Titans 24-21 in this region play game to see who can, uh, usually the winner out of this, which has been Gaston City, has been region champs the last several years. Um, when Oxford went it, uh, when Oxford was in, they were region champs. So Fort Payne, if we can get, them over, get over this hump, I think we'll be in the driver's seat. First and, uh, no, second down and eight for the Wildcats. The ball is on the... Gaston City 15 looks like. Got Bennett Blanks in there running back. Barnardor takes it up, hands off to the Bose. Nope. Yep. And Gaston City way in the backfield to meet him. And he's going to lose three yards on that one. It's going to bring up third and 11. That one went nowhere. Not sure what happened on that one, Steve. Could you see? Our, our guard. The guard got. Gaston got the. Good to see he got the better of our guard that time. All right, that's going to bring up third down and officially 12. Four receivers, three far side, one near. Varnador with the bows in the backfield. Varnador back to throw. Needs time. He throws it into DeBose right in the middle. DeBose trying to get away from the tacklers. He's using the back leg strength, still pushing, but it's not going to be near enough for the first down as they'll call him dead at the 15-yard line. He'll bring up fourth down. Patrick Mahomes throw right there, and we got now we got a heat timeout. And that is a heat timeout, so we'll take a timeout with them. Fort Payne trails the Titans 24-21. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
All right, we're back here in Gaston, Alabama, where your Wildcats trail the Titans 24-21. A couple of score updates. Piedmont now leaves Plainview's 10-7. Uh, Sylvania 17-14 over Ohatchee. Hoax Bluff tied up with Geraldine 7-7. Pisga all over Collinsville 30-7 in the first quarter. And Woodville and Appalachian 14-14. And at half, the Fife Red Devils leave Whitesburg Christian 47-0. Thirty-one yard field goal attempt for Connor Hughes. Yeah, we need the whole serve here. Ties up. Snap, hold by Varnador. Kick is up and it's away. It's good. And it's good. So that ties it up. So 24-24 with 544 to go. Uh, we'll just stay here with it, uh, radio and TV. Uh, remember, you can watch us if you're not uh, if you're not watching now. You can get the FP that's FP TV app, Fort Payne TV app. I'm saying F if y'all can't hear me. Say F FP TV app. Uh, you can see the game here at Gaston City. You can hear us hearing me hearing the hear me and the coach, our slash stadium announcer Steve Chambers. Guest hosting tonight, guest color man. Uh, you can also catch us on WZOB Radio 100.9 FM, 1250 AM, or WZOBradio.com, or Network1Sports.com. Just scroll down to the Fort Payne logo. All right, Steve, your thoughts so far? I'm very happy with the offense. Uh, defense is hanging tough, but special teams have been putting them in precarious situations a couple of times. We, we can clean all that up, starting with this kickoff right here. Well, I know the coaches don't. I don't have a mic to Coach Elmore, and I, I definitely don't want to give him a hard time. But I, I know I, I, we heard him talk on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> they want to try to stay away from him, but the last two kicks have been right to Kilpatrick, who's standing in the same place. Let's see what we do. Let's see if we don't get an illegal procedure first of all. <laughs> That's right. We've had two illegal procedures on the last two kickoffs. We're not sure what's going on there. I guess what, yes, you watch the line. You tell me what's going on, Steve, because I'm not sure what's going well, the on. the first penalty, it calls for too much time, and I can I don't know how it was an illegal procedure that second time when we didn't even kick off. Okay, he just blew it in, just blew it in play. That's right. Connor Hughes is stepping off his steps. We're lined up like we should be lined up. Uh-oh, now Kirkpatrick. Now they move over here in the middle. the middle. Does any does Connor Hughes know that? Ten seconds, got plenty of time. Yeah, now he, now he's looking thinking, over the sideline to see. Now they're thinking about moving it back. <laughs> Pooch it, young man. This time he kicks it, and guess what? Kirkpatrick gets it, and he'll probably come this side. There's a big old hole right there, and he gets through it. He's at the 40, but the flag's thrown. He's at the 50. Or Payne, number two, DeBose wraps him up and brings him down at the 43-yard line. At this point, I would just say, kick it out of bounds. <laughs> I would say, kick it out of bounds. Just kick the ball out of bounds. Well, there'll be a... Holding from maybe the 40-yard line, you got by where the flags are, so that'll get him backed up a little bit. So, so Fort Payne catches a break with the holding after the real good return by Kilpatrick. That's going to back it all the way up to the. Where are they going to mark it there, Steve? There's the flag. Maybe they'll mark it from the flag that was on the 35. Well, they, the ball's at the 30, so I think that's where they're going to start it. Right. Yeah, that's a good sign right there, isn't it? All right, so Gadsden City will take, will start first down and 10 at the 30. All right, Fort Payne needs to watch those running backs getting outside. 5.33 to go, tie ball game, 24-24. Gadsden City with two backs in the backfield with the quarterback. 
He's going to hand it off. No fake hand off the across the middle. And Fort Payne able to knock it down. Pass it complete. Luke Patton. Luke Patton with the palm, with the palm on the ball. He's usually a safety, but he was like almost at the line of scrimmage then. All right, pass complete, stops clock. Second down and 10 for the Titans from their own 30-yard line. See if Fort Payne can hold them right here. Fort Payne not showing anything until they line up. They stack it up. Now they spread out in their defense. Tinker is linebacker. DeBose as well. Bennett Blank's back there with him. They put a man in motion. Ball snap. He's going to take it himself. He's going to pitch it out to this. I can't tell if that was Kirkpatrick or not, but he's hit quickly by the Fort Payne defense. He picks up, he picks up eight yards. With a good hit, and then Carter Tanker cleaned it up. Well, he picked up eight. It's going to be a short. Actually, it's going to be a, a long, long yard and a half to go. I see him marking it. It's going to be third and two. Fort Payne, be nice to come up big right here, Steve. Yeah. It's a good time for a fumble snap. I'll take it. Thirteen seconds left on the play clock. Five twenty-two to go. They put a man in motion. Ten seconds. Put another man in motion. They make the snap. They hand off number five. He gets through for a first down. He goes all the way up to the forty-four yard line of Gaston City. First down, Titans. He's so he's so quick, so quick coming through there because we we had people all around him, but he was scooted through there and we got a late flag. There is a flag on the play. Could be a personal foul. The way they're moving around. Let's see. White hat, personal foul against the Titans. That's going to back it up 15 yards. I knew it couldn't be our fine Christian boys. <laughs> well, I, I thought it might be the Titans because I saw one of the players getting on the other player, so like he shouldn't have done it. So yeah. I kind of had a feeling it might have been on the Titans. I didn't see it. It was, it was on a lineman. He said dead ball foul, so that play, the down should count. I'm I sure was, they're concerned what I think. But, uh, that's going to back it up. All the way back to the Gaston City 29-yard line. That's going to back it up as a 15-yard penalty. It's going to bring up first down. It should, or, or third down. You think it's going to be third? It should be second. That down should have counted. We'll wait on the announcer, see if he – they're showing first down, but we'll, now they're going to move it back, Steve. What is that? What's that all about, Steve? <laughs> Maybe they called. Okay. I'm Maybe not, from the spot of the foul. I don't know. Well, the spot of the foul was. Or, or maybe they, they didn't say offsetting penalties, so. Maybe they just getting their steps in today. Now they're counting it off. Okay, this is, and it's about the same. They're going back to the same thing. So not sure what just happened, but they're back to the 29-yard line. And we're trying to see if it's first or second down. Steve's thinking it should be second down. They're showing first on the board, little. The and they, they got third on the scoreboard, so I guess we'll compromise and say second. Okay, so now they're just saying first down and ten back at the 29. That I don't know about, Steve. Maybe on that play he got the first down, and then since it was a dead ball foul, it didn't matter because he already had the first down. Uh, Brian said he pitched the, the quarterback pitched the ball forward after he crossed the line of scrimmage and the center shoved Bennett after the play. Bennett blinked, so that was the extracurricular yeah. activity. Wow, they just gonna have to learn to play well with others. 
So that'll bring up first and 10 now, but it scoots the ball back. But they get a new set of downs, but they just go backwards. So really all that action beforehand doesn't count because they're almost where they started this drive. Uh, 15 to go. Fort Payne and Titans from Gaston City tied at 24-24. Coach Elmore's not in complete agreement with all this. Yeah, he's, he's talking about something. He's trying to get the rules explained to him, I guess. Or ask him why, why this, why that. He's still on the field. White Hat's ignoring him. <laughs> he's still on the field. He's, on, he's, he's about, about five feet now. He just threw his hands up and turned around. He's done with it. <laughs> I, I feel you, Coach Elmore. We're confused up here. All right, here we go. First and 10. And the Boo Birds are out over on the Fort Payne size. side. They're throwing it deep. And Fort Payne there. Pick. Oh, and it's picked. Intercepted by number 33. Luke Patton on the interception. The, the ball was tipped in there. And there's your first turnover, Steve. That's that's big because uh, we kicked to them to start the second half, so maybe we can score on this. Oh, uh, I hate it when the officials huddle up talking. There it you is. go. It's first and ten for Payne, right at midfield, Steve. I tell you what, Miss Holly, watching Steve get fired up is something else over here, buddy. <laughs> I look over, I'm expecting you know some cheers or something. <laughs> My wife tells me she can't take me anywhere. So. <laughs> All right, with five minutes to go here in the half, Fort Payne with the turnover. There's one of those breaks in the game we talked about. Let's see if we can capitalize, Steve. Well, let's do so. I keep waiting to run that wheel route back in the first quarter. It was wide open you talked about. Yep. It's not going to happen here because he's cadence. Got five wides. Lined up wide. Varndor mm -hmm. in the backfield. See if he gets enough time. Varndor trying to throw across the middle. He's going to run it himself. See if he can get outside, and they're going to get a penalty. Flag thrown. It's going to be holding on Fort Payne. That's not the way to start a turnover. That's going to back it up 10, be first and 20. We'll see if he accepts or not because the game, that ball went for no play. So do you take it? And oh, they want to back it up. All right, back it up. So it'll be first and 20. Ball is on the Fort Payne 40 yard line. First and 20 for the Wildcats. Fort Payne's able, the receivers have able, have able been able to get a step or two on the defenders tonight, Steve. They run precise, quick, fresh routes. That's, they're well coached and good athletes. All right, we got four receivers, two on each side. DeBose is in the back with Varnador now. First and 20. 445 and counting. They're going to hand it off to Vose at the middle. Vose trying to snake through some uh, defenders. He gets about two yards on the play. Bring up second and 18 for the Wildcats. They're going to they're gonna hand off to the motion man one of these days and, uh, because they're not paying a bit of attention to it. They're just paying attention to Vose. Ball is on the Wildcat 18. I mean, uh, I mean, 18 yards to go. Ball is on the Wildcat 42-yard line. Again, four receiver set, two on each side. DeBose flanks Varnador on his left side this time. Varnador claps his hand, takes a snap. He's looking to throw downfield. He throws across the middle, and nobody's there. He overthrew Blake Griggs. I mean, he was wide open. Wide open, but just a little too much mustard on it, as we used to say 100 years ago. So that'll bring up third and 18. Griggs was open. 
He got that one a little too strong over his head, so that's going to bring up a long third. And as, and as Brian Northcutt says, there's not a lot of plays in the playbook for third and 18. <laughs> so we'll see what uh, what Fort Payne does. They're going with the five receiver set. Looks like uh, Gaston City's going to play man-to-man -man with two safeties in the back. I look for uh, Varnador maybe to run something here. He takes a low snap. There was a quick one across the oh, middle. Oh, here we go. And they're going to get uh, pass interference on Blake Riggs, and the Titan faithful are not happy. Oh, that's on Mr. Kirkpatrick, too. Yep. So that quick throw across the middle to Griggs. Uh, they got Kirkpatrick over his back. Titan faithful are hot, but they're going to call pass interference, Steve. Now, in high school, I'm not, I don't know if interference is an automatic first down or not. It's usually a 15-yard penalty is a first down, but... But it's not, it's not going to be a first down, but it's going to make a lot more uh, manageable. manageable third down. It's not going to be third and three for the Wildcats if they cross midfield onto the Titan 43-yard line. All right. So that changes your play clock. Now those are in the books. you got a lot of plays in the My books. My humble right. opinion is since we've got the heavy set in, that means if we don't get it on third down, they'll run it. They'll go. They'll go, go for it. Fourth down territory. All right, the play clock's at 27. Plenty of time. They do have the heavy set in. Mountain music, as you and Brian like to call it. The big bodies. They got Bennett Blanks, Tinker. I'm, I'm going to say two fullbacks. They're going to hand it off to Bennett Blanks. There Bennett Blanks you go. Plows forward for the decab, fix it first down. Whenever in doubt, give it to a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say we want more fullback? Do we need to make T-shirts to say we need more fullback? More cowbell, more fullback. <laughs> you heard this, Coach Elmore. If you're listening after this game, we need more fullback. Now, his dad ran a fullback and a veer option for about 15 years here. Been, really? His son didn't share his enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four receivers set for the Wildcats. Three on the far side, one near. DeBose in the backfield, backfield Varnadoe. Put a man in motion. They hand it off to DeBose, trying to get around the left side. DeBose trying to follow a block. Does. He's able to pick up about five yards on that play, Steve. Good job. We got away with, got away with a hole right there, but that's okay. Fullbacks aren't known to hold, are they? Well, it wasn't a fullback hold. <laughs> I don't think that gained five. It did. It'll bring second down and five for the Wildcats. Perfect drive with about three minutes left. If we can score with about no seconds left. <laughs> That'd be, be awesome because Steve did say the Titans received the, the second half kickoff. That's correct. Arnador has DeBose come to him. Three receivers, four receivers. DeBose looking to throw it. I mean, Arnador looking to throw again. Hits a man open right in the middle. Makes a move around the defender. Gets in the cab, fix it first down inside the alpha red zone. That was a nice throw and catch. Who caught the ball? Shankles caught that ball. Riker Shankles on about a. About a five and in, seven that, yard and in. Not, not Griggs. Is that not Griggs? Blake Griggs. Well, I heard. I've, I'm going by the stadium now, so who's right in my ear? Hey, you got to watch those PA announcements. <laughs> you would know. That's right. <laughs> All right, this time two running backs on each side of Varnador, three receivers, two near, one far. They're going to hand off to DeBose. DeBose trying to snake through some blocks, not able to get there as Gadsden City piles them up for no gain. No, they may give him a yard on that one. That's okay. We just running that clock. Run that clock. Be second down and nine for the Wildcats. Two minutes to go. Tied ball game, 24-24. We still got all three timeouts. Second down and nine. Uh, in the backfield is Blaylock behind with Varnador. Oliver Shankles near side. Uh, looks like Griggs, and I can't see who's on the far side over there, receiver. 
I don't know if that's DeBose or not. No, it was Fowler. Fowler. Nolan Fowler. His mom's all-state soccer player. I guess that's where he gets his athletic ability. And Coach Elmore's going to call a timeout and talk about it. We'll take one with him. So with a minute 38, tie ball game 24-24. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, we're back here in Gaston, Alabama, where it's a tie ball game between your Wildcats and the Titans for a, a win here in the second game of region play. Minute 38 to go in the half. The Titans will receive the kickoff after halftime. So Fort Payne looking to ride this one out and make some noise right before the half. It'd be nice if we get a touchdown here, Steve. Yeah, I'd be happy. All right, this looks like Fort Payne's going to be in a four-receiver set, two on each side. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Varnador's your quarterback in the shotgun. They've they put Kirkpatrick exclusively on a Brandon Oliver right now. Man in motion. Oh. Going to look for Fowler. He's open. Out there. He's Fowler, open. Fowler is Good knocked job. out of bounds. Oh. At the 12, looks like the 12-yard line. That's going to pick up about... Three, so I think it's going to be third and seven. No, it's, it's going to be third and six. Sorry, third and four. No, third and five. So third and five. Third and five for Fort Payne. See what Coach Elmore calls here. Tie ball game, 24-24, minute 31. Clock stopped as the runner went out of bounds, so minute 31 still left to go in the half. Five, four receivers, three far side, one near. Warner takes a snap. He's going to look that way. He throws across. Oh, behind Fowler. He had him. Threw it behind his back. Had Fowler cut across the middle. If it was in front of him, that's a touchdown, Steve. Yeah, he's walking right in the Bambi playing. Just a little bit just behind him. Uh, so that's going to bring up a field goal attempt for the Wildcats. Connor Hughes in for the try. Ball will be placed on the... 18-yard line, so it'll be a 19-yard line. It'll be a 29-yard field goal attempt. I'm, I'm corrected by you stadium announcers. 28-yard field goal. Yeah, we think we know everything. <laughs> <laughs> Snap, hold us down. Here comes the kick. Almost blocked, and this one is up, and... Good. So Fort Payne goes back ahead with a minute 22 to go in the half, 27-24. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Welcome back to Gaston, Alabama, where Fort Payne is taking the visiting team, taking on the Gaston City Titans. They lead now after the field goal, 27-24. They were, were able to capitalize on some points off the turnover, Steve. Yeah, we held serve and then got back ahead. Now we need to hold them here. Steve Chambers filling in for the specialist Brian Northcutt tonight as he's he's vacationing in Chicago. And Steve said he's probably knee-deep in Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> All right, we're going to see what the what the plan is right here because we uh, there looks like they're trying to hide uh, Kilpatrick. We're going to start kicking it. Let's see if we kick it out of bounds. Probably not. Kilpatrick's going to move up. He's kind of playing it. This one is is kicked, and it's going to go <laughs> there. I, thank yeah, you. There I got you I go. got close to I got close got to Coach Elmore. We're going to take it out of bounds. Kick it to Coach Elmore. That's just a good job. Thirty five. I guess they'll mark it where it went out, or they'll at, or we may have to kick over again. That's their choice. Are they gonna make us kick it over? We we'll just keep kicking out of bounds. I just keep kicking out of bounds. The Titans will accept the penalty and this Wildcats to re-kick. I'd keep kicking out of bounds. I'd kick it out of bounds. Well, they're gonna uh, they taking the penalty. They're gonna make them re-kick. Okay. Or like you said, well, well, eventually you get the law of diminishing returns right I know, there. I know Connor. He, I know Connor uses a right footer, but if he could get it over here, near us, on the right side of the field, I know that's a little tough to do with how he's standing. And Kilpatrick's watching how he's standing. But if he hooks it, I mean, he's, he's kicking it right toward Kilpatrick. Would you squib it on the ground? Yes. See, right now he's 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 looking right at Kilpatrick. Now right. he's straightening up a little. I, I, and he's going to dink it right over the 40-yard line. This one's going out of bounds. Let's see if they make them kick it again because we're going to keep doing it. Again, I told you guys, I keep doing it. We can do this all night. I keep doing it. And the coach is going to coach is going to make them, guess he's going to make them kick again. I'd see who's got the stronger will. I'd keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would so, absolutely not keep doing this. You, would, you wouldn't keep doing it. I would. No. I'd keep kicking out of bounds. <laughs> Hey, this is when it's good to have a lefty. If you had a left-handed kicker, you could put left-foot <laughs> kicker. You put two of them there side by yeah. side, and he wouldn't know which one's going to go kick it. You know what I'm saying? But then you got two kickers who really aren't good tacklers. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're better than that. I better not the say kicker. that. I better not say that. You're on the radio, Steve. Yeah, that's right. 100,000 watts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to turning my mic off and talking to Mark. <laughs> All right, this time they're going to place the ball right in the middle of the field, yeah, Steve. just kick it as long as you can. Down the, toward the right sideline. Well, you know the, uh, we noticed the the kicker, the backup kicker, Connor Hughes, can he he gets a good boot in and can kick it deep. Well, they're playing up. I kicked the fire out of it, like you said. He's gonna kick it on the ground. It's gonna bounce over to Kilpatrick. Kilpatrick's not gonna get the other one's gonna get. So he's at 30, and he's at the 40, and he's brought down at the 45 yard line. So, so the Titans did get 10 yards off making them re-kick because it would have been out to 35 if they accepted the uh, out of bounds. So with a minute 14, Gaston City will have it first and 10 from their own 45-yard line. They got a minute 14 to work here, Steve. What do you look for? Them? You look for them to run it or throw it? I look for them to throw it. Have you noticed? If, I haven't noticed Kirk Patrick playing on offense tonight. 
I hadn't either. I hadn't either. Of course, uh, they got they got plenty of weapons. Region score update, but update for Buckhorn leading Lee 14 to seven. Walden taking the screen. Sound. There's the screen. screen and Good play. Four play there well. knocks it down. As, as Steve react. let you know, reacted well. Sorry. <laughs> now, how do you do this? How do you do this in the stadium? Do you turn the mic off? I have to. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, all I hear you is call what just happened. With you talking like you do? I, I have two you... officials up there, and I, they don't appreciate my expertise up there. They say, don't say that. All right, minute 10 go. While well, we're going to roll Walden out to the right side, he's got an open receiver over there near the sideline. Fort Payne's there and able to run him out of bounds. That'll stop the clock. He picks up seven. Good open field by Kyle We'll give him eight yards to bring up third down and two with a minute four left. Fort Payne was able to rush out and make a Walden move. We haven't been able to get a lot of pressure on them. They th they've been throwing pretty quick or handing it off pretty fast. We haven't been re re really been able to apply a lot of pressure. That time they did have they were they were coming down coming down his back. There, there's a quick snap. They hand it off up the middle. Trying Good to bounce job. out. Four pains there, and he's going to run him, wrap him up, and push him way back after about a half yard loss on that play. Bring up fourth down and four, Steve, or three. Mason Chandler with a good job, played off his block. All right, with that, with that being a running play, clock's running. 45 seconds here. Go. They're lining up real quick. Four pains got to get set. We just got one corner over here. We need to get somebody. Yep. Uh, here we yeah, go, Kate. Both kids over here. <laughs> Thank you for giving us time to set, uh, Gaston City. All right, DeBose, they're trying to figure out which one they're going to guard. Hopefully they'll know. DeBose is this side, number 22. Who's number 22? That's uh, Connor Kinsley. He's over here, too. They got, a, they got a double stack, one stack on each side, four receivers. 15 seconds left. They're still looking to call their play. 12 seconds. This may be the only play they can run. They may do a Hail Mary here. Oh, it's oh, a quick kick. A quick kick. Get out of the way. Get, get out, out of the way. way. And that one's going to hit the 19 and get a Gadsden City bounce down to the 11-yard line. And oh, that, that's a win for Fort Payne right yeah. there. So as time runs out here in the half, your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Gadsden City Titans 27-24. We'll take a two-minute timeout and be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties.
serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties.
dependable right here. Everybody knows 22 when he's mic'd up. Nobody knows him when he's not. <laughs> hey, I know 22. He goes to my church. Come to see me tonight. I gotta give him something to watch, man. Yeah, you never come to talk to me. I'm always locked in, that's why. Hey, t take Shank. Hey, just take, we'll take EG. Punt team, punt team. Oh, BG! <laughs> but later, Doc, you're good. Hey, I got, I got my twin. I got my offensive player of the week right here. <laughs> what is going on here? I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Hey, man, you can get inside of me. I'm, I'm on you. All right, buddy. That was a pretty quick release, I'm not going to lie. You got me for a second. Never going to admit it to him, though. This mic's going to be real smelly by the end of the day. All right, now he's really not getting off the line. Now you're really not getting off the line. Oh, that's not good. Oh, that is good. But you got something to say? Something to say for the camera? You look good too. Thanks, man. You too. Definitely didn't make that. I, I definitely didn't make that play because I knew knew what was going on. Why y'all talking about me? It's because I got a mic or something? Hey, good 22. You have a mic? No way. <laughs> Camera, get on a special teams player of the week right here. Carter, Carter Blaylock. He's about to run a gnarly route right here. Hey, hey, hey Carter, you got the camera on you right now. not a fun day when you mess up and you make mistakes. But you know, it is what it is. Sorry, four buff, four buff. Three, 
Ah, no! I'm mic'd up. You're gonna mess up their mic. I'm not gonna do that to you. Don't worry about it. Don't mess up their mic. Yeah, Wait, me and him are going to. It's okay being mediocre and messing up on Friday. Me? Yeah. Scout team. Yeah. Get your butt in there and get better. Hey, we've been going every two. Okay. I've been in there. Don't you worry. I'm worried. Hey, where are you at quarterback? I've been checking. I've been I want to see you at quarterback. That's what I want to see. Jordan, you gonna be at church? Yeah. Black and gold thing. I do. I have a black and gold shirt back in there. He's trying to psych me out. Four Levi. Four Levi. One, one, one. Yeah, I know. It's a mic. Money? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just get close. We're kneeling it. Just get real close to me. And then step forward. Let's go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Get away from me. Whole lot of mic riding right now. Plug the merch right now. I'm going. I'm running away. I'm leaving. No, no, no. The mic is the mic is gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Oh, no, I know which one's better. I don't really want to get hit and mess up their stuff. But Connor doesn't get hit as much as I do. 24? 24, 24, 24, 24. Go! Choke it, choke it! Get on the end of my toe. Sorry. No, it's not. It's just like so weird feeling. That's good. All this yelling. Watch the choke. Go! Go! serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Go Wildcats! 
coach. I know coaches aren't ever happy, but you got to be encouraged by how well we played tonight. Well, I'm proud of our fight, for sure. I mean, the fact that we showed up and weren't intimidated and took it right at them. And we've made a lot of mistakes, obviously, but uh, uh, we're killing ourselves in the kicking game. But, guys, they got everybody back there they got. It's dangerous. And four keeps moving around, and we're trying to kick it away from him. He keeps moving over and getting it. It's just a it's kind of a, a comedy of errors on that. But I'm really proud of, of how we played on, on both sides, really. We played physical. We played tough. Well, I think both sides of the line are really encouraging. And then we got them spread out. Maybe that big old line of theirs that run out of gas by the fourth quarter. We, we hope so. We're trying to we're trying to wear on them a little bit, but uh, it's going to be as hard as it was to to have the lead the halftime. It's going to be doubly hard to win the game. We're going to have to find a way to just keep fighting and keep battling. Well, good luck. We're proud Thanks. of y'all. Appreciate it. Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Welcome back to Gaston City, Alabama, where your Wildcats lead the Titans 27-24 at the half. We're about a minute away from the kickoff. Just some local scores. Um, Arab and Sardis are tied 14-all in the third quarter. Piedmont still leading Plainview in the third quarter, 17-7. Um, Sylvania and Ohatchee. Sylvania's now gone up 31-22 in the third quarter. Geraldine's gone ahead of Hoax Bluff, 10-7. 
Woodville ahead of Appalachian, 22 to 21, and Pisgah is all over Collinsville in the third, 46 to 13. Five taking it all out on Whitesburg as they now as that game's over as they won 54 to nothing. Uh, looking some uh, some little results, Thompson, the three the four three peat or four peat state championship in seven A is leading. I had that one up here. Is leading. Um, Where'd that one go? Is leading Spain Park 48 to seven, but in a little bit of a surprise, which I wasn't sure how good Hoover is. You've heard of Hoover High School. Um, Vestavia Hills is leading Hoover 20 to nothing in the third quarter. Uh, they gave, Vestavia played Thompson last week. They gave Thompson all they could handle. Thompson ended up pulling out the win, I think 21 to seven or 14 to seven, something like that. It was a close game uh, all the way to the end, but uh, Vestavia is holding, is blanking Hoover right now. So that shows you how strong Vestavia is or either how not strong Hoover is. <laughs> Two ways of looking at that. All right, we are getting ready. Uh, the coach, Steve Chambers, we did our halftime interview, was making his way. He had to go do that across the field in the far corner. So it's just me and the captain, Holly Allen, holding it down with her husband, Jamie, on the backside. So we are holding it down and they're waiting on the coach to go over here and help me. As he does, he's filling in for he's filling in for the specialist, Brian Northcutt. And if you're wondering where Brian is, he's on a vacation, I think, with his wife. And they are in Chicago, I found out. And Steve thinks they're knee-deep in Chicago. Are they on an anniversary trip? Company trip? A company anniversary vacay. They're alone. Their kids are here. <laughs> so, got you. And so uh, they're in Chicago. So hope hope they get some nice rest. Brian is listening to us tonight. He's giving us some advice on what to say. Thank you, Brian. If you're listening. Uh, sometimes we need some. I'll see the coach coming up. All right. Again, Fort Payne will be kicking off to the Gas and Titans as they want as a uh, no Fort Payne won the first half flip and decided to take the opening kickoff. And Gaston City will receive as we get ready to start the second half. Next week's game is it? Are we off. We're off next week, correct? I think I think Fort Payne is off. Yes, I'm right. I'm right. Fort Payne is off next week, so Fort Payne's idle. They'll get a rest, and then they play Arab at home the week after that. So we'll next time Fort Payne will be back at home, and Fort Payne will be in two weeks against Arab, who is. Losing to Ohatch, no, is losing right now. Losing to Sardis. They're tied with Sardis. Apologize. Am I right on the schedule, Holly? She don't know. She's throwing her hands up. She's pulling to me, as I did with the sponsors last week. <laughs> All right, they got Kilpatrick back. He's standing. He's standing in the middle at the twenty. Let's see what we do on the kickoff. We know better than kick it to him, because he's dangerous. Because once he gets a wall. Gaston City is good at setting him up a wall to receive. Now, he is going to come up, I guess, thinking maybe they'll do a pooch kick. Right now, the Fort Payne Wildcats are waiting on something. Oh, they're waiting on the football. That'll do it. you got to have a football to play the game. Well, he come. I saw him come up this way. I hope he didn't get lost. The coach was walking up this way. He may have went back there behind us. He just Now he's just quit on us all of a sudden, Holly. <laughs> Steve Chambers will be with us in a moment. He is, uh, if you've heard his voice before, he is the uh, stadium announcer at Fort Payne High School, so he's doing the color. All right, Fort Payne set to kick off. Kilpatrick back there, and this one's going to go deep. They're going to see he's going to field it at the one. Not quite long enough. He's got a hole right up the middle. Fort Payne's there, and they rally wrestle him down at the 30-yard line, so it'll be first and 10 for the Titans at the third on 30-yard line. 
Well, I was worried. I thought I thought we were going to get a touchback. He kicked it long enough. But uh, not quite long enough as Kilpatrick filled it on the foot line and ran it up to the 30. So, so we'll see what Fort Payne does. Let's see how their defense will hold against the Gaston City Titans here to start the second half, leading the Titans 27-24 to in a region matchup to see who can uh, be the front runner here in the, in the division or in the region. This time they're going to try to pitch out the running back. They do. Fort Payne's out there, but not before he gets about – they're going to give him four yards. They're going to give him four yards, so it's going to be second down and six. And you're back. Yeah, did, you you miss, did you miss me? Did you get your exercise in? It's a big stadium, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, I apologize, though. It is not Kilpatrick. It's Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick. I'm thinking of Kilpatrick Concrete for some reason. Oh, I just gave him the plug. Yeah, there's a picture of his dad down there on there. Kirkpatrick. I apologize. All right, Gaston City with ball, two or three receivers. Uh, Walden's going to roll out to his left. He has an open receiver for a first down. He's up to the 45. He's going to get tackled and run out of bounds as he crosses the midfield to the Fort Payne 47-yard line. Actually, they're going to give him the 46. Gaston City's quarterback, he's, he's accurate, especially when he comes outside the pocket. So it'll be first and 10 from the Fort Payne 46. Gaston City moving fast. They only got two receivers right now. They're going to hand it off to their running back, trying to get outside. Fort Payne is able to push out and hold him for about a two-yard gain, bring up second and eight, Steve. Luke, Luke Patton did a great job coming up and reading the play from a safety position. <laughs> now they're going to give him they're going to give him three yards on that play. It'll be second down and seven from the Fort Payne 43-yard line. Three receivers set for the Titans. Two near side, one far. Walden's your quarterback. He puts a man in motion. They're going to hand off up the middle. He's found a hole, and it's going to be a foot race if he gets around. He does. 20, 10, touchdown. He had one man to beat, and Fort Payne wasn't able to make the tackle. Wasn't quite in position as he got outside, and the speed kills as they score their opening position. We were sneaking a peek inside, and he bounced it outside. And you can't do that with this team. All right, so just like that, with 10.28 to go here in the third quarter, Titan strike on their first possession. Gaston City attempting the extra point. Kick is up, and it is good. So the Titans lead the Wildcats 31-27 as we get started here in the second half. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
to lead the, the Wildcats 31-27. That's uh, Fort Payne's turn to answer. We answer as we've gone back and forth here in this one. Uh, Gaston City may be setting up some trickeration right here, Steve. Carter, Carter Tinker's not the deep man, but he's back further than he was. Blake Griggs with the, receives the kickoff. He's got room. He's at the 20. He's at the 30. He's got a lane. He's trying to get around this last one, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 43-yard line. First and 10 for the Wildcats. Nice return by Blake Griggs. He saw the hole, and he was right up through there. Did a great job. They're going to say the 42, 42-yard, 42 no, 43. 43-yard line. First and 10 from the Wildcat, 43. That's where, that's where Fort Payne will operate from their first possession here in the second half. Warner Dory, your quarterback. He's DeBose on his right. Four receiver set, three far side, one near. Warner takes snap, hands off, fakes the handoff to DeBose. Throws a quick inside, and that is going to be a flag. Yeah, you don't really need to tackle him while the ball's in there. Tried to hit Riker Shankles on a quick slant, and it was it was a nice little play call there, but the, the defender was all over Shankles, and he got called for interference. That'll be a first down at the cab fix it first down for the Wildcats. That's going to move the ball across midfield to the Titans, 43-yard line. So the Titans have helped uh, Fort Payne several times tonight, Steve. Yes, yes plus a uh, four paint speed at receiver. I, th I think it's maybe surprised him a little bit. That'll be first and 10 from the Titan 42. Fort Payne now trailing Gasson City 20, 31 to 27. After Gasson took the opening kickoff, had a long run from scrimmage. Warnador with the snap. Looking downfield, he's trying to find a receiver. That's gonna be way overthrown out of bounds. Bring up second down to 10. Yes, the city's still sitting on those slants and outs. Now it's out and up, and he was he was open, but it led him just a little too much. All right, three receivers set for the Wildcats. Two far side winner, two running backs on either side of Varnador. I can't tell who's on this side. DeBose is on his left. Blaylock may be on his right. I can't see from my location. It may be Griggs. Here it is, Griggs. He's going to hand off to the Bose. Bose trying to get around the right side, looking for a block. He gets around and he's wrestling, thrown out of bounds, and that's going to be a personal foul, Steve. That's right. We'll take it every time. A little extra mustard by the uh, Titan defense. And that, that flag was quick to come out, wasn't it? It was. It was like, like it had Vaseline or something on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that linebacker ran about 25 yards, and it's just hard to come to a complete stop, but I'm glad they called it. All right, that'll give Fort Payne another first down. So the uh, Titans have helped them on this drive big time. That's two big penalties on the Titans. That's going to push the ball all the way down to the Titan 24-yard line, first and 10 for the Wildcats, trailing 31-27 in a back-and-forth battle this evening. Usually we don't have those in this game. They got Carter Tinker going to probably line up at tight end. Well, you may be right, Steve. They got a three receivers, three near side, no receiver on the far side this time. Blaylock in it, running back. Farndor takes a snap. He's looking downfield across the middle. He finds uh, Fowler. Fowler coming to the left side. Fowler trying to go through some tackles. He's tackled at the nine-yard line inside the alpha red zone. Ford DeKalb picks it first down. 
Nice throw and catch from Verner to Fowler. I talked to his mom at halftime and she said yes indeed he did get his athletic ability from her. <laughs> so he's straight up a mama's boy, is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. her, his dad was a real good defensive back. Well, you can't say that then. He didn't, uh, she didn't seem to be giving him the credit. <laughs> All right, so first and goal for the Wildcats from the nine yard line. Barnador again with two backs. He's gonna put he's gonna put Griggs in motion. He's gonna hand off to DeVos up the middle. DeVos gets around the left end. Can he get in? And he is. Huh? No, no, they're gonna mark him down at the one oh. foot line, Steve. They didn't give it to oh. him. Come on. His hand the ball's in his right hand. He's in, but. And they got him marked at the one foot line. It is it is one foot. Second a little bit. Boy, offensive line did a great job. Have we, have we ever run a have we ever ran a sneak, a quarterback sneak this year? I don't think we've ran a sneak, have we? No, um, usually when they quarterback keeper is from the uh, shotgun. But this might be a good time. Well, we've got our heavy in there. We All right, it is second and a foot. I'd give it to the fullback. Got the mountain music set. Bonador under center. Takes a snap. Turns around and hands it to Tinker. Tinker is blocked and stuff. Yes, he pushes forward. So there's a signal. Touchdown for Payne. So the fullback's run it twice and we've had two touchdowns. <laughs> Did you just call fullback? Fullback. <laughs> Fullback getting the glory there. That was Carter Tinker on that carry, wasn't it? Bring him back. Yes, sir. Right, 9-14 to go. Fort Payne answers the tight drop back. That's nice to see from the Fort Payne offense, Steve. Yes, it is. Hey, dude, like Brian said, it's a good mixture of uh, pass and run. Our offensive line is doing a great job up front Absolutely. on the Titan defense. Hughes in for the point after. The they get closer and they closer. They thrive outdoor point after is good. Yes. So Fort Payne now leads the Titans 34 to 31 with 9.14 to go. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. We are back here in Gaston, Alabama at Titans, Titan Stadium. I was making sure this is what the stadium's called. I hadn't called it Titan Stadium yet, but Titan Stadium, where your Wildcats have taken back the lead. They answered the points put on by Gaston City. They now lead Gaston City 34-31. It's been a back, it's been a back and forth battle all game, hadn't it seen? Hayden, yes, sir. Hayden Chambers is gonna kick off. You know, if we just kick it in the end zone, that's a lot of problems we're having. Well, here goes Chambers with the kick, and this one's long. It's going. It's not going to be far enough. Uh, Fielded by Kirk Patrick, I believe, trying to go left side. He's got a hole, and Fort Payne trying to bring him down, and he does not, but not until he gets all the way to the 39-yard line. Now, our kicker helped make a tackle. He did. Yes, he did. He's a Chambers. I don't yeah. know what the answer to that is. I don't know if... I mean, we've seen Hayden Chambers kicking the end zone. I don't know if you tell him to back up some more. 
<laughs> you say you're going to make him run stadiums if you don't get in, so. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're trying to do our best against their, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's Gaston City's game is great field position. I think, that, I think that's a great idea to try to get him to kick it in his only just a couple of yards short. But the coverage wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. All right, four receivers for Gaston City. Walden's going to throw it out near side to number 27. He's got some speed, but Fort Payne, nope, spins him off, and he's knocked out of bounds. Uh, right at the yardstick. They're going to give him, looks like they're going to give him the first down. He's holding up one. Yep, they're going to give him the first down. Ten-yard gain. Right at midfield for the Titans. They'll move the sticks. First and ten, right at midfield 50. All right, Fort Payne trying to make the first stop of the game for either team. Oh, that a little shift in offensive line action there. All right, Walden, the quarterback, whole line shifted. That's after they got in their stance. There's probably a quick throw out wide receiver screen. Now they pushed the Fort yeah, Payne defender his, uh, down. I think his, uh, maybe his knee was on the ground. Of course, he threw a flag for some reason. He's no, now he's saying disregard the flag. They're picking it up. So so what, what's the, what was the play? Nothing? They're just doing it over? Okay, so as a completed pass for a three or four yard loss, yep, you are correct. It is a completed pass for a three yard loss. It'll be second and 13 for the Titans. This is a good time for Fort Payne to get a stop here as the Titans are behind the sticks. They've gone to this wide receiver screen twice now. Let's see what they do. Walden's your quarterback for the Titans. He's got four receivers, two on each side, running back on his right. He's going to go to the approach line, back up, takes a snap. He's going to run it. He's looking to throw. He throws over this side, finds a man, number 27. Gets, a, gets, a, gets out of his tackle, but Fort Payne's able to get him down to the 36-yard line, but not before he get a first down for the Titans. Yeah. It's, it's tough tackling them in space, but. Yep, so that'll be first and 10 first from the Fort Payne 35. <laughs> rotating defensive linemen, so Parker Wilson's in there now. That defensive end. He right. knows something about leverage. He's a good wrestler, so maybe get around that big old tackle. Gaston yeah, City, four wideouts, two on each side. Same set as last time. Walden, your quarterback, takes a snap. This time he's going to hand off to number five. Fort Payne's there, but he's able to skip through for about a gain of one yard, one or two yards. It'll be second and eight. We're doing a good job reading the play, but they are just so quick. Sometimes they elusive. Yep, there's a gain of two, second and eight. Ball on the 34-yard line. 7.47 to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading Gaston City 34-31 in a good game so far. Gaston City has had one turnover in the first half. An interception. This one's going to be thrown up toward the end zone. Number 21 able to make the catch. Fort Payne's there to make a tackle, but not before he gets it inside the 10-yard line, inside the alpha red zone. It'll be first to goal for the Titans. Yeah, one of their fastest players was uh, locked up on a linebacker. He had good coverage, but just got to see he just made a good play. All right, this will be first and goal from the Fort Payne three-yard line. Gaston City looks like in their own power package, but they do have one receiver. They're going to hand it off to their running back. Fort Payne's out there. He gets around the right side untouched and walks in for a touchdown. Again, just getting around our outside there, Steve. They did. We were all 
we call old slant Ringo. Everybody come into the right. But they scoot, scoot it outside. Well, the way things are going tonight, folks, this may be whoever has the ball last. Seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. Gaston City regains the lead as we've gone back and forth all game. No team has stopped the other. Here's the hole with the point after is, is no, no good. good. So there could be the first break of the game. No good. That's right. So Titans lead the Wildcats 37-34 with seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties All right, we're back here in Gaston City, Alabama, Titan Stadium with your Wildcats. Trail the Titans 37-34 after the missed extra point. That could be, that could come back to haunt them. You know, every one of his extra points looks like the eighth shot out of a Roman candle. I'm glad he finally missed one. <laughs> Sylvania stretched their lead over Ohatchee, 44-22. Geraldine over Hoax Bluff, 17-7. Pisgah. It's just running it up now in Collinsville. They lead 60 to 13 in the third, 60 to 13 in the third in Woodville with a one-point lead over Appalachian, 22-21. Little Jackson County to Cab County football. Piedmont still leads Plainview in the fourth, 17 to seven. All right. He's got that ball funny on the tee. I, I, he does have something here. Nope, it's a he does kick it. He kicks it. Fort Payne's back to get it. That's Blake Griggs looking for a hole. He's going to come their side. He's got blockers. He gets around. Oh, he fumbled the ball on the ground, but Fort Payne got it back. Woo! That could have been that could have been trouble for Fort Payne. As the ball was knocked out of Greg Griggs' hands and it bounced on the ground, but Fort Payne fell on it. We saw him fall on it. Well, we think we got it anyway. I don't know why the call hadn't been made. It's like Nolan Fowler came up. Yeah, it kind of bounced right to Nolan. He was right in the right place at the right time. Mm. So that'll put Fort Payne first and 10 from their own 30-yard line for this series. They trail by three with just under seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. Fondador is still in at quarterback. He's got four receivers. Both, both teams still have this, both teams have this same set. Now, Gaston City, when they run it, they run sweeps, whereas Fort Payne runs off tackle, runs more inside off this set, seems like. Man in motion, that's Fowler. Varnador takes snap, he hands it off to DeBose. DeBose trying to find some room. He's only able to get one yard, so it'll be second down and nine for the Wildcats. I think, as you were alluding to, I think give Nolan Fowler on that jet sweep, because they're not even watching him when he goes in motion. <laughs> We'll see if they side do that. So Steve, Steve's banking on that handoff and with the man in motion. Yeah. Well, five wides for Fort Payne. Three on the far side, two near. Fowler and DuBose near this side. Barnador is your quarterback. Second down and eight. 
Carnador is going to toss it up to Fowler. Fowler is over there. He makes the catch and out of bounds at the 40-yard line for DeKalb. Fix it 40, uh, first down. He's, he's throwing dimes right now. That was it's good coverage, it's good pass, good reception. That was a dime. I, I've, seen, I've seen the quarterbacks from Florida do that, be able to put it in a bucket in a certain spot. We're going to have a heat timeout. We are going to have a heat timeout, so we'll take a timeout with them with 6.15 to go in the third. Fort Payne trails Gansas City, 37-34. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Welcome back into Titan Stadium in Gaston, Alabama, where the Gaston City Titans leave your, lead your Fort Payne Wildcats 37-34 with 6.15 to go in the third. With uh, has been a game of going back and uh, scoring back and forth, each team each team swapping punches as one team scores goes ahead, the other team answers back. So it's going to be who stops who first, Steve. Yeah, I, I think Gaston City needs a couple of turnovers this half. All right, Fort Payne with the ball. They got four receivers again, too far, too near. They're going to put the Blake Griggs in motion. Hand, fake handoff to DeBose. The Barndor looking to throw. He's going to hit. He's looking for a receiver. Oliver, he does. And in the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Steve's shaking his head. What are you thinking, Steve? I, just think, I don't think we can play any better on offense, <laughs> considering who we're playing. I'm oh, playing. Well, our, our receivers are getting a couple steps on their defenders, and, and Varnador is throwing some good balls that tonight. That was good play action, and the offensive line stood their ground. That's just good all the way around. All right, so Connor Hughes is in for the Thrive Outdoor point after. Now this may put us up four after their big sector point. Snap, ball's down, kick is up, and this one is... Good. So after that touchdown, Fort Payne now leads the Titans 41 to 37 with 5.57 to go. We'll take a quick timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Or we're back in Gaston, Titan City, Titan Stadium, where Fort Payne, just like that, has answered the Titans. It's now 41-37. You know, me and Brian talk about it, Steve. We've scored over 50 points in our first three games. We're, we're heading that way now. We are. I thought, uh, I thought they were going to take you up on your suggestion with two kickers out there, but uh, Hayden came out. We'll see how far oh, back he is. He looks like he's trying to quick kick. I don't know if he's quick kicking or what, but, you know, you got there's Kilpatrick near us. 
They don't let Chamber. I hope he told him, they told him to put his foot in. He doesn't back off very far. Look, he, don't, he only takes a two-yard. Let's see if he kicks it high, Steve. There's the kickoff. It is a squib. 40, fielded by Gaston City. They fall down on yeah. at their own 40-yard line. I'll take that all day. Which, honestly, Kilpatrick would probably ran it up there anyway. That's right. <laughs> Or for, I'd rather I'd rather take that than him have a chance for a touchdown. Well, they, yeah, they might as well try an onside kick. Excuse me, Kirk Patrick. I'll get that straight. Sorry, Brian, quit fussing at me. Kirk Patrick. And Brian on like a second honeymoon or something. He is, what, but what, he, what's he, he even worried about? This? He is watching the game and making sure I pronounce <laughs> it, pronunciate the players' names. Okay. All right, Aston City now 5:55 to go here in the third quarter. Let's see if Fort Payne can pull a stop here. They put a man in motion. Fake the handoff, throw across the middle. This is low. That is not a catch. That hit the ground. It's incomplete. Second down and 10. They got a man slow to get up. That's number 61. He was hurt earlier. He got he got hurt on that first drive, remember? Yes. You said he's the center? Yes, he is. Big 61. They're all big. We say big, all of them's big. It's relative, isn't it? <laughs> big, all the, all the numbers are big. Oh, you're exactly right. He is back, yeah. All right, three receivers, two receivers on the far side in a stack. Look for the quick screen. They, they like to do this right here. This time they're going to hand off the running back, though, as he's trying to get around the edge. Four oh, Payne's there, and they bring him out of bounds. It's going to be a face mask, probably, or a horse collar. Well, we had him, Steve. Second Chandler long. played off the block, did a good tackle, but I don't know if it's going to be a horse collar or yep, face mask. Face mask yeah. yeah, grabbed him by the head. So we had him in good position. That's going to give them a first down. Move the ball out across midfield to the Fort Payne side as they keep on walking all the way to the Fort Payne 43-yard line. Man, that one hurt right there. It would have been third and probably five or six. See if Fort Payne can come back after that one. First and 10 for the Titans from the Fort Payne 43-yard line. Quick snap. They hand it off inside the running back. Somebody loses their helmet. Yeah. Running back trying to get around people. They do. He's he's all, he's all by himself. That's a hold. It was not called. He's loose. Touchdown Titans. I know this sounds crazy. When that helmet went off, we had about five people going for it like it, thought it was a football. All right. So just like that, uh, Gaston City makes a long run and goes back ahead. Titans are lining up for the point after. They missed the last one. Snaps down, kicks up. This one got through. And that's good. So Titans now lead the Wildcats 44 to 41 with 530 to go in the third quarter. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Back to Titan Stadium as your Wildcats now trail the Titans 44-41. We've gone back and forth, back and forth. And again, this is going to be either a 
a turnover is going to determine this game, Steve, or, a, or so whoever stops who on the downs. Yeah, either one. So it's going to be a matter of who can stop who or like a, like we just said, turnovers, because right now one team scores, the other team answers. So now it'll be Fort Payne's turn to answer the, the Gasset City touchdown. Got a different kicker, 45. Maybe he's a better tackler. Back deep for Fort Payne. Looks like uh, Blake Griggs and Tom and uh, Brandon Oliver. Brandon Oliver looks like he feels no Blake Griggs feels the punt. He's trying to find a hole. He pushes forward and gets up to the 31 yard line. Will be first and 32 yard line. Will be first and 10 for the Wildcats. Good job, I tell you what, you know, with with uh, Gaston City's um, return game and their, their play like that, they've had a lot better field position overall than Fort Payne, and Fort Payne's still been able to, to do to work with their offense, driving the field the whole time. Yeah, we may have 300 yards passing. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, need, we, need, we, need a stat, we need a stat sheet. That's right. Well, we'll take that up with the captain, Miss Holly Allen. She can run stats next week. <laughs> she says, nope, that's not her game. She didn't seem too enthusiastic about no. that. Fort Payne with the ball. Barnador is going to hand it off to DeBose. DeBose trying to get her out right side. He's trying to bounce out. Fort Gaston City is there. They're going to tackle him for a loss. Looks like he's going to lose two on that play. It's going to be second down and 12. Fort Payne behind the sticks. That'll be second down and 12 with four. Just under five minutes to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne fleet, uh, trailing Gaston City 44 to 41. Is your quarterback on his left is uh, Blaylock. Four receivers, two on each side. Looking to throw. Oh, and he's sacked, and he's going to lose about seven more yards. Gaston City finally got through and sacked him. This could be that. This could be that uh, series, uh, Steve. It's going to bring down th third in about 20. 20, Gaza City finding some win right here as Fort Payne is uh, going backwards. They got about six defensive backs and they got about 13 people on the field. Yeah. All right, Bonadori, quarterback in the shotgun. Gaza City rushing. They find a man across the middle and it's knocked out of his hands. Who was that? Uh, Griggs. That was Blake Griggs. Nice pass by Marndor, but a nice defense by the Titans. And there's your first stop, probably, of the game, as Fort Payne will be forced to punt. And back for that punt is the dangerous Kirkpatrick. We had the right idea. Defensive back made a pretty good play, but he was open. All right, Gasson City leading 44-41. They hold Fort Payne. Fort Payne's actually been held twice this game, once in the first quarter and now here in the third. Now before it's time for Hayden to really good. And he's going to kick that one uh, short. It's going to bounce and go out of bounds. It's going to give Gaston City great field position. All right, we'll stay here. I took a commercial last time. We don't take commercial. We haven't had a lot of fourth down, fourth, had a lot of punts, have we tonight? All right, just under four minutes to go. 44-41, Titans leading the Wildcats. They got the first stoppage of the second half, and they've got a great field position as that ball is going to be on the Fort Payne 34-yard line. Fort Payne's going to, have to, going to have to get a stop right here to answer that stop. They can't let Titans get two scores ahead. 
Well, they can, but you know, yeah. it's going yeah. just going to be more pressure on the defense from here on out. Four receiver set for the Titans. They're going to hand off to the running back. Fort Payne's in the backfield with them, and they're going to tackle him for about a yard gain. Bring up second and nine, 345 and counting. Here's Mason the third Chandler, he's, a, he's had a good game tonight. Our guess the city with four wides, three on the far side, one near. Walden's your quarterback. He's got a running back to his left. He's been able to get the ball out of his hands real quick. Uh, Fort Payne hadn't really been able to get to him tonight. I don't yeah. think we've had a sack. He's accurate, and I hope I jinxed him. They move the running back over to his right. Send him out in the flat. They're going to throw it out to him. Switch. Uh, this uh, switch didn't get called, and uh, they threw it right to the running back out of the, outfield, out of the backfield. Touchdown, Titans. Titans now will go up by nine. Nice play that called our uh, defensive backs on a, on a switch. They got confused for a second, and that one second is all he needed to get out yeah, behind them. Just that them. little hesitation. That's all Gaston City needs. Now 50 to 41, the Titans leading the Wildcats. Snap, hold, kick is up, and this one's through. All right, so with three minutes to go here in the third quarter, the Titans lead the Wildcats now by 10, 51-41. We'll be back with more Wildcat football. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties All right, welcome back to Gaston City Titan Stadium where your Wildcats now trail by two scores, 51 to 41 after the stoppage on downs and then the uh, nice pass play by the Titans. Uh, looking at scores, only one score with a change right now. Appalachian has gone ahead of Woodville, 28-22 in that matchup. Everybody else is still winning and trailing. No, but no change there. Sardis, Arab, Arab has just gone ahead of Sardis, 29-26 while I was talking to you. So there's a change there. That's uh, Fort Payne's next opponent. There's, there's Fort Payne's, yeah, Fort Payne's next opponent. All right, three minutes. They are way offside. And Steve is about to come out of his seat. And luckily, the people that count saw it too. <laughs> so flag was thrown, offsides on the Titans. Uh, they'll re-kick that one. Sure, Fort Payne will have them re-kick it. Well, Gaston City got the first stoppage of, of the second half, and they were able to capitalize with great field position after a very short punch. All right, so they're going to back it up five yards to the 35. Re-kick it. That'll move up. Who's back there for Fort Payne? Blake Griggs and who? 17, Riker Shankles. Yeah, that may be Brandon Oliver. Right? Or Brandon Oliver. I'm not sure. Michael Shankle, it's hard to tell between that six and eight, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and Blake kind of limped off that last time, and I don't know. Uh... He's turned sideways, so we can't yeah. really see the way he's standing. We'll tell you in just a second. All right, Gaston City kickoff. 
It is Brandon. Brandon Oliver filled it near this sideline. He's going to try to take it toward the middle field, looking for a hole. He's trying to get around, and he gets tackled at the 28-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will start, first and 10. So Fort Payne working with the whole field. Have Most of their positions have been working with the mo the most of the field, whereas the Titans end up with have ended up in really good field position thanks to their returns and their coverage. And their coverage uh -huh. Scholar Cody told me he should be back in a couple of weeks. So that'd be a big weapon back from Fort Payne if that's able. He's been nursing a hamstring, is that yeah. correct? All right, three minutes to go here in Gaston City. Your Wildcats trail the Titans. 51-41 has been going back and forth till just now. We'll see if the, the Fort Payne can answer. Condor slaps for the ball, looking to throw it. He's going to fake it. Gaston City's there. They're going to wrap him up and bring him down for about a 10-yard loss. Gaston City is now starting to do something against our O-line, Steve. Yeah, they're supposed to get tired. That's going to be about a 10 or it's going to be about a, it's going to, it's going to be a 10-yard loss. It's going to be second down and 20 for the Wildcats. Well, this might be a good time let them through and run a screen. They haven't, they haven't ran a screen tonight. They're going to hand off to DeBose. DeBose trying to find somebody. He's going to get ran down. He looks like he may lose more yards. He is. They're going to knock him back for about 10 more yards. Lost. Fort Payne's going back in a hurry. Now it's going to be third and 30 from about the 10-yard. This is not good for the Fort Payne offense. Two series, they've gone backwards. Looks like the Bose is coming out of the game. Blaylock's in. Looks like he might have got a little twisted knee or leg on that play. They're, they're going to say third and 28. Oh, they gave us two yards. 51-41, two minutes left in the third. Fort Payne way back in their territory as they're on their own 11-12 yard line right now. Yeah, we, we don't need to panic. We still got a whole quarter to go, so we'll be all right. On the door, takes a snap. Quick throw out, and it's oh. intercepted. This is going to be a pick six. Yep. That is not what you got to have. That's what kills you, go folks. Touchdown. No, I think they're marking out at the two. Nope, they're marking out two. So we first and goal for the Titans from the two-yard line. They, quarterback and receiver just weren't on the same page. Quarterback threw it out. Receiver running out and up. Gaston City did thought that thought was a touchdown. Now they're having to get their offense out there and call a play. I don't understand why the referees don't blow this in. I didn't know you could let them take their time. I guess they got to get the ball. Ball set. Yeah, ball set. And he's, hey, he's starting a 25-second. He was then. Gaston City with 20 seconds left as they run up to the ball. They'll probably be in a power package. A minute 40 to go. Clock is stopped. First and goal for the Titans from the two. They got big number 51 back there. They turn and hand it to the running back. He's uh, stacked up by four pain. Let's see if they keep him out of the end zone. And they do for no gain. It's going to be second down and goal from the two. They'll give him one yard. Minute 27 and counting here in the third quarter. Patterson's Music and Jewelry rent, sales, and services a variety of musical instruments and sound equipment. New equipment arrives weekly. Come by often to Patterson's Music and Jewelry. 
Play clock is running as Gaston City's taking their time on this play. They lead Fort Payne 51-41 after the interception there. They got great field position as they are second and goal from the one and a half. Big package in. They're going to hand off, try to sneak it in, push, and there's a flag on the play. I have no idea what that can be. I don't know. They're going to give him a touchdown from the push, but there's a flag. I don't know what you can call for in there unless it's a face that, mask. That is, he just threw it right in the middle of the pile. I don't know. Yeah, he threw it right in the middle of the pile. Let's see. They don't seem happy. Gaston City doesn't seem happy. Touchdown, personal foul, face mask. So they did call the face mask on Fort Payne. Touchdown's good. All right, so now Fort Payne's down by three scores. 57-41 for the Titans. They may be uh, gonna kick off from uh, our own 45 after that. Hold the extra point is up, and did that one get through? I it did not get through. Good. All right, so they're only up by 16. So that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's really two scores. That's really two scores. All right, so with 51 seconds left, Fort Payne trails by two scores now, 57-41. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. We're back here at Titan Stadium where the Gaston City Titans lead the Fort Payne Wildcats 57-41 after a missed extra point. So like Steve and I said, that's just that's two touchdowns and two extra points. So game's there, Fort Payne, but we have yet to find a way to stop them, Steve. You get out there and pump up the defense. And them kicking off from the 45 doesn't help anything. Yeah, after that, uh, they assess the face mask on the kickoff, so they're going to be kicking off from the Fort Payne 45-yard line. That's where the kickoff will be. Let's see if they pooch it. I mean, I'd pooch it right here. I would, too. But he's going to blast it, and we're going to be able to field it. But we're going to try to let it go in the end zone, and we yeah, do. I'm glad it didn't bounce back. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness, what are you doing? So we'll get the ball on the 20-yard line after the ball rolls in the end zone. Uh, Piedmont has defeated Plainview 24-13. Geraldine has defeated, well, I got that. Uh, Sylvania is the leading Ohatchee, 57-34. I got, uh, I think, Scottsboro. I don't have the Scottsboro score. Appalachian, Appalachian is now extending their lead over Woodville, 28-22. Pisgah still scoring on Collinsville. They lead 66-13. That's uh, Jeremy Pruitt's brother coaches yes. Pisgah, doesn't he? Yes. Vestavia still leads Hoover in 7A ball, 26-7. Fort Payne with the ball, Barnador. Fakes the handoff, looking to throw. He's going to throw it to the running back. Out of the field, a block, knocked down by the lineman, almost picked off. That would have been a pick six. 
Not sure how much they're in our head now, Steve. They seem to be reading our plays. Glad, glad he's got a lot of tape on his hands. Help us there. It'll be second down and 10 for the Wildcats. As their defense has stepped up here in the second half after our first possession. We scored on our first one, but their, their defense has come to play here now. They've got two linemen lined up way outside over there, Steve. Here's Varner with the ball. He's going to take it himself up the middle. Nobody's there except the referee. He's able to get about, all they're going to give him is two yards. So it's going to be third and eight. He should have gone right to the referee because there was nobody, nobody around. He probably thought the referee was one of their players. Yeah, he had some open spaces on the left, but peripheral vision, he might have thought that's Gadsden City because we're in black. All right, 23 seconds left here in the third quarter. 25 seconds left on the game clock. Fort Payne looks like they're going to run another play. 15 seconds left, third and eight. Bonador takes a snap. Looking through, they're flushing out and they're gonna get to him and they bring him down for a sack and a five yard loss. That's gonna bring up fourth and 12. So Fort Payne has disappeared here in the latter parts of the second half. Well, we've got a flag in the secondary, which is always a good sign for the offense. So let's hope we're bailed out by, by I almost said DeKalb County, by a gas and city penalty. Yeah. There was a DeKalb County High School from 1922 to 58. Waiting on the penalty call. They're looking over at Coach Elmore like what he wants. It's going to be against Gaston City. That's going to give us, I think, a first down, Steve. Yes, it is. Hoorah. It must have been defensive holding. But time ran out, so let's see if third quarter ends here. It couldn't have been interference. I don't think it can end on a defensive penalty. But they said it's the third quarter, so they, they can do it. So they retired the flag here in the third quarter. And as we end the third quarter, Fort Payne, Fort Payne trails the Titans 57-41. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with the fourth quarter and more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! They have to do one more down because, like Steve said, you don't end on the defensive call. So here's Fort Payne. Varnador hands it off to Blake Grip, to uh, Blaylock, but he doesn't do anything, and he only gets – looks like he lost maybe a yard. So it'll be second and 11 as we go into the fourth quarter. All right, so now we'll take the fourth quarter. So we'll take a, week, we'll take a fourth quarter break. Be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Welcome back to Gaston Titan State, Gaston City Titan Stadium, where the Titans lead your Wildcats now 57-41. Fort Payne hoping to make something happen here and uh, answer some uh, answer the Titans touchdown. So right now we're setting up. Uh, they didn't give him a loss. They got a, He did get back to the line of scrimmage. So it's a second down and ten. Again, if you don't know, we're up under the PA speaker and right next to the Gaston City band. So good luck here in the rest of the broadcast. <laughs> Band's wide open right now. All right, Varnador with the takes a snap. He's looking down for the pass. Throw it across the middle to Blake Riggs. He had the short arm that one as he was running right into two Gas City defenders. We call those alligator arms or something like that. Really. Varnador tried to thread it between them, but uh, they were they were both coming, and he kind of had to snap, put his hands out, and bring them back quickly. But that pass is incomplete. Third and ten, Steve. Fort Payne having a lot of trouble this half. Yeah, it's a big one. They, they've gone to like six defensive backs on third down plays, and that's really bothered us. We've got to give Varnador some time to find that receiver. They're going to rush this time. Varnador, he's going to throw it up. We don't have a receiver. That's just way overthrown. All right, we're having a punt, and there's a flag, Steve. Do we get bailed out again? Well, I think we got bailed out again. Oh, my goodness. Somebody's going to be running stadiums Monday. It'd be tough running these stadiums, right? Yeah, you're right. This one's this one's collegiate-like. Yeah, it's holding holding on a gas and see, so it'll be first down, four pass. That'll be a decab fix it first down. I haven't said that a lot this half. So that's gonna put uh, that's gonna put Fort Payne now first and ten from the forty. They're on forty-two. Fort Payne really need to put it in the end zone this drive. Answer it's kind of kind of change the mo. That's right. Got to slow the mo. Well, we got 11:48 to get this turned around. Four receiver set for the Wildcats. Blaylock in the backfield. Arndor looking to throw again. This time he's somebody. They look like a wrap him up, but they're all over him. He, he don't he don't have that much time. He's got to get got to have that clock go off. That's a seven yard loss. That's going to bring up second and 17 for the Wildcats. They are uh, this half. Guys and sees rushing four and then sending. A linebacker, but you don't know if it's middle or outside, and it's just uh, we don't have an answer for it right now. Yeah, we've had a lot of negative, a lot of negative yards on these last two drives. Only things bailed us out has been penalties on the Titans. Four paying with another five, four receiver set. They put uh, Griggs in motion. Their side. They're gonna fake hand off Blaylock. They throw it to Griggs. Griggs hit quickly. He loses two yards. So again, we're just going backwards. Third and 19 for the Wildcats. Mm. Nothing positive right now, Steve. No, that's, the swing passes, you know, that's not a bad idea, but they're all over it. All right, that's a two-yard loss, so now it's third. They're calling third and 16. I think it's third and 19. It's still a long way on third down. They're only rushing three this time, though. They've got everybody back. Varnador's going to throw up. There's nobody near it. And that's, that's just thrown up. So fourth down. Fort Payne will be forced to point here in the fourth quarter. 10-24 to go. Fort Payne trailing Gaston City 57-41. Offense has just disappeared here in the second half as they haven't been able to get anything after that first drive. We needed one of these big punts out of number 13, yeah. Hayden Chambers. He's, he can, he can he, punt. He's doing He's 
snap. This one's high kick. It's going to send Kirk Patrick back to the 25. He's going to field it. Fort Payne's there, but he gets around him, and he's got a wall. They push him out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Amazing he got around that, that first tackler. It seems like they're always starting from the 40 or better, doesn't it? Sure does. 16-yard return. That'll bring up first down and 10 for the Titans from their own 40-yard line. That's a good punt. He pinned him against the sideline, and he still got 16 yards out of it. Fort Payne, uh, not desperate times yet, but another score by Gasson City is going to make it real hard on the offense. Yeah, that's be a good time to stop them. Big 7A final, Vestavia Hills has defeated Hoover 26-7. Hoover's lost about three games this year. Well, they have. Arab has ended up defeating Sardis 29-26. All right, Titans put a man in motion. Quarterback's going to hand off the running back up the middle. He bounces out to the outside. Fort Payne's there. Good number. job. Good reaction by the big uh-oh, penalty's thrown. It might be a face mask, Steve. Again, we stop them. If that's a face mask, I'm going to throw the headset. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, had them, we had them stop for no game. Maybe it's holding. Oh, we'll take holding. That's a Steve, this is Steve Chambers' favorite. Holding. That's going to back them up 10 so yards. So you want second and 10 or first and 20? I guess we'll go first and 20. We'll go, we're going first and 20, Steve. Sylvania all over Ohatchee, 64-34. Ohatchee went to the very deep in the playoffs last year. Appalachian stretching it down on Woodville, 35-22. Geraldine goes final over Hoax Bluff, 17-7. Fife ends up blanking Whitesburg Christian, 54 to nothing. They're rolling again. All right, Gaston City with two receivers. And what they're doing. They're just going, they're going to try to run clock now. Play clock's down to five. Makes uh, Hands off to the running back. He tries to bounce outside. Fort Payne's there and looks like another flag. That may be another hold, Steve. You want to back him up another 10? That's just two flags. Maybe it's two holds. <laughs> hey, can, we, can we go back 20 yards on two holds? No, they've got to take one of them. Personal foul. Fort Payne. I thought there was two flags. I don't know what that was on for. I don't know either. He said dead ball. I didn't see it. So they called that on Fort Payne. So that's going to be a 15-yard penalty. That's going to make it a lot more manageable for the Titans. This is now first down and seven. Yeah, I don't know. First down and six. I don't know how you have a 10-yard penalty, then a 15, and it's first and six, but uh, there you go. Well, the Titans now with two receivers, one back, as they'll let the clock roll as they lead by two scores. Fort Payne so far has not had an answer for the Vassal City offense. Gaston City has yet, I don't think they, they have yet to punt this evening. the clock down. Nine minutes to go in the game. Get the handoff to the running back. Tries to go outside. Fort Payne's there, of course. They know what he's going to do with no gain. That's going to bring up second down and six. Many blanks. Many blanks ready to play well. Our, 
We'll give them a little bit on that play. Bring up second down, six. Titans will just sit there and milk the clock. They'll let the play clock run until about five seconds before they call the play. That'll bring it down to about eight minutes by the time this play gets underway. That's right, I said that. I'm Dr. Seuss now. Play gets underway. <laughs> Walden, Weldon, is it Walden? It's Walden, the quarterback for uh, Waldrop. Waldrop for Gaston City. He lets it down, get down to four. They're going to hand off to the no, He's going to fake the handoff, and he's got a wide open receiver over there. Nobody's there, and nobody to tackle him. As he gets a first down and more, all the way down to the Fort Payne 30 yard line. Benny Blanks. Our 29 yard line. Eight minutes to go. First and 10 for the Titans as they're down to the Fort Payne 29, leading 57 to 41. Well, there's a Steve Chambers fave. Yeah. Holding on the call. Let's back that baby up. That makes sense why they're so open. I tell you what, Aston City might be a little bit better if they get out of their own way. <laughs> that I'm, must be, let's see. They marked it off. I get made from the spot of the foul because it's right where the line of scrimmage was. Well, they have a, they've had a lot of penalties or this maybe season. Maybe they hadn't marked it off yet. I don't know. Well, we got looking at second and five. Yep, second and five. Eight minutes to go in this one. Only thing that's running is the clock, which we don't like. We need that clock not to run. Takes a snap, he hands it off to the running back. Running back fakes going on one side, bounces off a tackler before paying there for a two yard loss. They bring up third and seven. Good gang tackling there. So, Gaston City right here, probably one of their first third down. I think it's probably one of their first third downs of the game. They haven't had many. So we'll see what Fort Payne can do. We need the Fort Payne fans to get on their feet. Trailing by 16, 7.38 to go. Third down and seven. I would say I would say this is now a critical third down. I'd say uh, you're very observant on that. <laughs> Here's, see, what we, see what they draw up now. Gaston City with two receivers. He's gonna pitch it out to the running back. Running back, there's a Fort Payne there. Missed the tackle, he gets a first down. That drive the coach is crazy. They had it schemed correctly, but so quick Payne, back got through there. Fort Payne defender was there. He missed the tackle, and he gets a, he gets a, a tight first down down to Fort Payne 40. That hurts because clock rolls. Fort Payne trailing by two two scores right now, but if they if Gaston gets another score, that's going to be really rough on the Wildcats, who most of the game have gone back and forth, but their offense is uh, – Slowed down a lot. Gaston City has yet to punt. Fort Payne's at seven in the box now. They're not really expecting a pass. Walter takes the handoff, hands off to number four, the running back. He skips it outside, and he gets around the end, and he gets another first down. He skips over a defender, gets around another one, and he'll walk into the end zone for a Gaston City touchdown. Kirkpatrick on the backfield then. That was Kirkpatrick. So your score is 57 to 41 with 6.26 to go in the game. Actually, I'm sorry, 63 to 41. They hadn't, they hadn't changed the scoreboard yet. Yeah, I was hoping they would. <laughs> Remember, stay tuned after our game. You'll get, or is it already on now, the Monk and, Monk and Sammy scoreboard report? It's after us. Okay, Monk and Sammy are on after us with the scoreboards. 
It's a late game because the clock stopped a ton for all the passes in the first half, but right now we're slow, to do the, we're slow on the extra point for some reason. Not sure what's going on. We had a flag carrier on the field there. <laughs> okay, they couldn't do it because we had civilians on the field. All right, 6.26 to go. We're, we're trying to whistle the ball in. There he goes. And the extra point for Gaston City. He got 45 back, or is that 49? There's Snap, kicks away, and this is missed as well. Well, they're missing extra points, but it's, they're scoring touchdowns, though, to our none. So, at 6.26 to go in the game, Gaston City now leads by 22 over the Wildcats, 63-41. to 41. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. All right, we're back here in Titan Stadium in Gaston City, Gaston, Alabama, Gaston City High School, where your Wildcats now find themselves down by 22 points with six and a half to go, almost, uh, almost out of reach. Uh, so far, Fort Payne has yet to have an answer for the Titans as they scored, I think, just about on every possession tonight, Steve. I uh, know it's frustrating. It's, uh, I've never seen Fort Payne give up 63 points before. My first game was uh, October 1965 against Stevenson before they were North Jackson. And I'm, I'm almost positive we've never given up 63 before. But it's playing a good team. Yeah, Gaston uh, City's had an answer for uh, Fort Payne's offense. Uh, I, I, I was wrong. They did have one stop where we intercepted. Right. They had a turnover that way, but uh, they haven't been able to be. They haven't been stopped, and our offense have gone, has reversed here in the latter parts of the second half as we've gone backwards these last several series. Let's see if we can pull one out here. 6.30 to go. Here's the kickoff from Gaston City. This one's going to be short. It's going to be fielded by Fort Payne at the 17, trying to maneuver at the 30, get through count. I think that's uh, Brandon Oliver. He's pushing forward and gets all the way down to the 35-yard line where Fort Payne will start first and 10. He's doing a good job on returns. There's some good blocking. Maybe we get the offense parked back up. Well, we need to score and score quickly if we're going to do it. And, of course, Gadsden City knows that. They'll probably start off with six defensive backs, and that's, uh, that's been our Achilles heel the second half. All right, 6-16 to go in the game. Fort Payne trailing by 22, 63-41. That would be need at least three touchdowns and two of those extra, two of those uh, point, um, going for twos. I just went blank what that's called. I want to call it going for twos. <laughs> yeah, going for two. <laughs> going for two. Well, we're what, we're 22 behind? We're 22 behind. So that's, uh, that's, that's two touchdowns and two two-point conversions and another, at least another touchdown. 
They put a man in motion, Blaylock. Blaylock comes over to Varnador in the backfield. Varnador takes a snap, looking to throw. He's going to throw quickly to receiver, and that's again way over, and they're going to call. They're going to get the receiver for holding. Yeah, they were holding uh, Nolan for about 11 yards, so I'm glad they called it. They's about two, looks like flag day out there. So. You know, it could be Gaston City, but Varnador hasn't been, he hasn't been on this half. His, his throws have been... He, he was he was like you said throwing dimes earlier, but since that since that last possession that they scored on, he's overthrowing the receivers each time. But we'll take it. That is a fuzzer. The cab fix it first down. That'll move the ball to midfield with 6-10 to go in the game. Four paying four four wideouts, three far side, one near. Hand ball off to number 45, and he's wrapped up quick as the Gaza City line is all over him. Caden Adams, now he's a he's a freshman, and uh, he's going to be a good. Caden Adams loses too. That brings up second and 12 for the Wildcats. Clock is ticking. 5:50 to go in this one. Fort Payne trailing by 22, 63 to 41. But up until up until 41, Fort Payne and Gaston City were trading touchdowns or points at least. But uh, like I said, Gaston City's got to had their number here in the second half. Five wides for the Wildcats. Bonador, he's going to call his own number, try to go up the middle, and he's going to lose a yard. It's going to bring up third and 13. Gaston City does a good job of stunning, and uh, it looked like he had wide open spaces. They ran right into the stunt. So third down and 13 is, man, I'd like to see the stats. The, the, the amount of lost yardage in the second half is incredible. Let's see what, let's see what Coach Elmore dials up here. Third and 13, it's semi-manageable, but they're going to have to give Varnador some time, and they're going to get, to get open. Varnador takes a snap, looking for a quick throw. He does, and the receiver falls down. All right, pass incomplete, so guess what? We'll punt. They've thrown that route about six or seven times, and it's worked a couple of times. So lose their footing, go in, and then come back out. So Fort Payne can't move the ball. After the, after the, after the, the, after the Gas City touchdown, so they'll have to punt it. Well, no, they're going to go for it. Fourth and 13. I apologize. Varnador's still in the game. Two wides. Well, they're not. Uh, no, he's going back he can, up. He can still throw from from back there, but he's going back up to punt. Varnador takes a snap, drops it, gets it away. That one's tipped. It just goes straight up. It's going to land at the 40-yard line. Take a Fort Payne bounce once, and then come back to the 36. So, Gaston City will start at their own 36 here with 4:30 to go in the game, leading 61, 63 to 41. What you think, Steve? Guest color man? Oh, they, they played so hard the first half and then third quarter, and the wheels come off a little bit. I mean, nobody's quit out there. They're playing hard. Everybody's playing a real good team and a lot of good athletes. All right, Gas and City's going to call timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. back here in Gadsden, Alabama and Titan Stadium where the Titans lead the gas give lead your Wildcats 63-41 where they have exerted their dominance of this region here in the second half. I think you look down the schedule Fort Payne will probably favor in every game the rest away with maybe the exception of Athens. So it's still yeah, there's a lot, lot of to, football lot to play be played. For. Yes sir. Gaston City's got a new quarterback. They're going to hand it off to the running back. He slips around a couple of tackles, and he just got crushed by, who was that? Carter, Carter Tinker. <laughs> Carter Tinker met him as he was trying to wiggle his way through a hole, and he set him back on his back. So, But he gained four, so it'll be second down and six. Four, 20 and counting. Look for Gaston City just to uh, run it out. Gotta make sure we make tackles. We don't need to give him any more stats and rushing. Who's in the who's at the quarterback position? Is that that's not Kirkpatrick, is it? Can't tell. It's, no, number, it's number eight. Number it's eight like. for Gaston City. Maybe their second string. Kai Franklin. Kai Franklin is the quarterback now for the Titans. He takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to 25. 25's met by the Fort Payne defenders line, and they just push him back after he gains two. That's going to be third down and three or four here with 3.40 to go in the game. Fort Payne trailing 63-41. to 41. I thought they might could hit the 50-point the fifty point mark tonight, Steve, but it may not, it may not happen. Three thirty to go. Third down. Let's see if Fort Payne can hold them right here for their first punt. Kansas City looks back at their coaches. Coaches call. Still got 11 more seconds on the play clock. Quarterback takes a snap, hands it off 25, and he's met by Fort Payne. Let's see if we can hold him. Don't let him cross that line. Good grief, you let him fall across for a first down. Uh, Yep, he, he, got fell, it. he fell across for a first down on that. that well, they had stopped him, and then as he fell, as the, as the pile fell, he fell on the first, fell for a first down. Oh, my. So it's first and 10 for the Titans, two under three minutes to go. They're just going to hand off. Leading 63 to 41. They'll let the play clock get down to about four seconds before they snap it. Two thirty and counting. Play clock's down to eleven. Kansas City just waiting on to. You'd think they'd huddle up longer so they wouldn't have to stand there so long. Yeah. They call the play. They do hand it off to the running back. He's trying to get out near side and he's wrestled down by Carter Tinkle. Great play, Carter Tinkle. Great play. But they say there was a fumble. But they say the running back was down. Ball caused the ground caused the fumble. Tinkle was able to run down the running back. That's about a four-yard loss. That'll bring up second down and 14 with two minutes to play in this one. Gaston City leading your Wildcats 63 to 41. 
here in what was a close game for most of it till about halfway through the third, and they just got away from the Wildcats. Whenever we stop them on this play, we'll start using our timeouts. Minute 44 to go. Get, to, get us another one. Second 14. They're going to put the running back behind the quarterback this time. They tell the quarterback just wait as he waits unless time are long. Minute 30 and counting. He's going to turn, fake the handoff. He's going to throw this time to the big 45 who scored the last play before Payne read that one. As he gets back to the line of scrimmage, that'll bring up third and 10 with a minute 22. Can Fort Payne hold him for good once job. tonight? Good job by Luke Patton, open field tackle. He's had a good game tonight. Give him one more yard. It'll be third and nine with a minute left. 30 seconds and counting. It'd be nice to see their punter actually try to punt. Yeah, it would be. They just now starting to sub some. Yeah. A minute left. 18 seconds left on the play clock. Third down and nine for the Titans. He'll snap the ball with about five, four seconds left. He does. Hands off to the running back. He tries to cut inside. Four pain lineman there to stop him. He's going to pick up two. That'll bring up fourth down with 38 seconds left. That's inside the play clock, so that'll probably do it right here. Timeout's being called. Looks like they'll just let this roll off. Well, Steve, it looked good for a long time, man. And then uh, they, they played hard. They played hard. They did well. And, and I know they're disappointed. But a lot of football left for this year. They're going to be fine. All right, that'll do it here in Gasson City at Titan Stadium where your Wildcats fall to the Titans, 63-41. to We'll take a two-minute break and be back with uh, – are we going to have an interview with Coach Elmore? We may have an interview with Coach Moore. We'll let you know when we get back. We play it on the cuff. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Traditions of Community Banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats!
Coach, play so well. First half, first drive, third quarter. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, I hate talking to a coach. I know you're disappointed, but they played hard. They never quit. No, they played hard. Yeah, we played hard. We played played well at times. Um, yeah. Special teams was a big factor. And we knew it would be. We just knew they were dangerous in the return game, yeah. and we were we were afraid to punt to them. We were afraid to kick to them, and you know that probably cost us a lot of field position and gave them some short fields. So I, you know, we 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 worked on it all week. I know it probably didn't look like it, but uh, we worked on it all week. What we were going to try to do is to neutralize uh, Kirkpatrick and. Didn't do a good job in the special teams and, and put our defense in some bad situations, but I thought our effort was was tremendous. And we just, you know, we just didn't land enough punches in the second half. I mean, and metaphorically speaking, we just landed a lot of punches in the first half and in, in, in the third quarter, but we just didn't land enough punches in the second half. And uh, their pass rush got to us there in the fourth quarter, and it's hard to hard to complete passes down the field, uh, and we needed to. And, and you know, that was kind of the difference there in the second half. Hey, he's more. Six defensive backs more in the second well, half. Well, I mean, they yeah, looked like, look like they were playing about 14 out there. Yeah, they, you know, of course, they, they got a lot of defensive holding penalties, but yeah. my, my argument was it might could have been every play. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it is what it is. We got we did get a lot of calls, and, and uh, but uh, they, were, they were playing us tough man coverage, and, you know, we were able to get open several times, but we were able to, uh, you know, we we're, were not able to get open sometimes in the second half, and, and the pass rush got to us, but... Uh, you know, made, made a lot of good plays, and um, like I said, I think we just put our defense in some bad spots, field position-wise, which which I hate. But you know, they they got a tough enough offense as it is, and when yeah. you give them a short field, it's really tough. Well, eight and two is not bad going then going to the playoffs. Well, we just we got to keep learning, and, and I think if we keep learning, and, and there's a lot of positives in the, on this team, and, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a quality football team we just played, and you know, I don't know what I guess somewhere in the third quarter we were ahead 41-37, and yeah. you know, just did not. Uh, did not finish the deal, and and uh, but that's something we can learn from and move forward. And uh, well, he's yeah. so he's so young and so many places yeah, too. So yeah, the future's bright. Know, it's just game four. It's just game four, and then we'll get a lot better. Yeah. We got a bye week, and uh, if, we'll, if we'll handle this the right way, we'll be a lot better here in two weeks. And, yeah. And the goal is to be as good as you can be in November, and that's what we're going to continue to try to do. And, and hopefully the the kids will keep pushing like they've been pushing, and uh, we'll stay healthy and and, uh, and play the best football we can play here in about uh, a month and a half. Well, good luck, Coach. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Right, thank you. Homecoming. It. Thank you.